6: And a good Friday afternoon to all of you. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. We'll take you all the way up to the 3 o'clock hour. We'll begin at 3 o'clock hour. We'll take you all the way up to the 6 o'clock hour. We are absolutely delighted this afternoon on this beautiful West Central Florida day. This is why we live in Florida. It's a beautiful day. You know, every time we have a major storm that moves through either directly over us or to the side... And, of course, Hurricane Sally had been churning up a a lot of rain bands over and over and over, even here uh, in the greater Tampa Bay, Sarasota, Bradenton area. Once that moves out, well, look at the skies outside. All the pollutants, they're gone. Any dust that may be remaining from the Sahara Desert, gone. A beautiful, beautiful day. And as the sun is sort of changing its positions to get into the fall uh, angle with the earth, you you sort of can feel that difference. It's a little different than just a straight summer day. And so we're getting uh, very close to be able to have more and more of those fall feelings all across our area. Well, this afternoon is a very, very special afternoon for our Jewish friends And for our Messianic Jewish friends. Now at 7.30, that is the official time that the sun is setting uh, right here in our area. It's sundown. Now, normally every week at sundown, those Orthodox Jews um, would be practicing the the Sabbath, the Sabbath. And so from sundown at 7.30 until sundown tomorrow night, Saturday at 7.30, they would be um uh doing things uh that they've been doing for centuries uh and they're known as observant observant uh Jews but guess what tonight is the night of uh celebration tonight is the night of the beginning of the blowing of the shofar the blowing of the horns at 7:30 uh, tonight here of course this is already taking place uh because uh, Israel's much ahead of us uh, time-wise, but at 7:30, it will officially become a Rosh Hashanah, or Rosh Hashanah. It is the meaning. It is the called the head of the year. We would call it New Year's. So this is the official New Year holiday voting here, and uh, so we're going to be celebrating that. It is the Jewish New Year. Um, the official name, uh, biblical name for this holiday is Yom Terah, uh, literally meaning a day of shouting or blasting. Now, New Year's celebrations are always fairly loud, always uh, fairly um, rancorous, uh, but uh, this is when they will blow the shofar, and uh, there'll be uh, some praying in the synagogues uh, uh, as would normally happen. Uh, It is a time for the Jewish New Year, for personal reflection, and uh, it is very special when you hear uh, the shofar uh, being uh, trumpeted. And for me, it it reminds me of the importance of the historical significance of the shofar. You know, as your watchman on the wall, uh, part of what uh, I do every day is bringing you the issues that are important from a Christian worldview, and of course, uh, many, off, many, many times it's also a uh, issues from a, a Jewish uh, worldview as well. Uh, but uh, informing and and telling you what's going on is only a little, only a minor part of what is in the rich history of Israel. Now you know that there were walls all around the uh, the temple. Uh, There were walls around the ancient city of Jerusalem. There were walls around the ancient cities. Why? Because there was a lot of raiding. There was a lot of warfare that was going on. And so if you were the watchman on the wall with your shofar in hand, uh, you would be on that wall and you would be constantly watching the horizon. Because as soon as you saw something on the horizon that may be a threat to the community, you would blow the shofar and the shofar would immediately give them uh, an opportunity to know that uh, there are uh, issues, uh, issues at hand, issues that are going to be very, very uh, uh, important for the safety and security. Plus, um, when you understand the shofar and uh, uh, how that relates to to, uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, all of that just intertwines with that rich Jewish history. And um, I always kind of have a smile on my face on Saturday mornings because in my community where I live, uh, if I'm venturing out uh, at some time in the morning, uh, there's a a couple or three families, uh, young families. uh, When I say young families, relatively speaking, uh, a husband and a wife and three or four children, probably ages oh, maybe five or six up to maybe 12, 13, 14 years of age. And um, they are um, um, they're, they're a Jewish family that believes in, in uh, the Sabbath. And so you will see them either walking to the synagogue through our neighborhoods or they'll walk back from the synagogue uh, from the neighborhoods. And um, uh, for me, it, it is um, a very encouraging moment because we we talk a lot about being a practicing Orthodox Christian on my show, and that has been backed up by, unfortunately, some of the surveys we've received from Ligoniers as well as Pew Research of the absolute uh, astonishing numbers of people uh, who, quite frankly, are not practicing Christians and uh, uh, maybe um, uh, will be, um, well, in that category uh, to where um, we will see similar patterns to what we study in the Old Testament, and more and more and more of uh, uh, the people who were the chosen people uh, of the tribe uh, of the Jews, uh, unfortunately, um, many of them did not uh, follow the law, and eventually uh, they paid by being spread all over the globe. But um, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice, and we will be glad in it. And uh, I want to just remind you that uh, even though we have been spared again, and, Lord, thank you for that. Thank you so much that uh, our lives have not been interrupted. I want to tell you that uh, up in uh, uh, the Pensacola area, uh, right next door, Alabama, Mississippi, Uh, major problems, major problems with flooding, major problems with water, major problems with power lines. And uh, I want to urge you to consider two things. Number one, absolutely pray. Pray for safety for all the first responders, the power company folks. Also pray that uh, at least minimal services can be uh, brought back up to, uh, uh, to a level of service. But at the same time, you just can't imagine um, if you were to be struck in a low-lying area and uh, you've had two to four, maybe even five feet of water in your house, and by the time you come back, everything has to be ripped out and ripped out pretty quickly because once the water resides, uh, you are at, a, uh, you are at a, a race against time with mold and mildew. And then you have to rip it out. And then depending uh, on who your insurance company is, uh, how long it takes to get uh, uh, the claim going, how long to get some iner- emergency relief, and then, of course, uh, the, the time of trying to find a place to live. And uh, I, I tell you, when we went up to the Panhandle a couple of years ago, we were in Tallahassee. We went down shortly after Michael went through um, uh, to see all of the housing that was wiped out, and then to see the the campers and the mobile homes uh, that were set up and where the people were obviously parts of, uh, of that area. Uh, they've been wiped out, and so they're going to be in those campers. And for many of them, some of them are probably, uh, possibly still operating out of those campers today. That's uh, how long this process takes place. Another thing I just learned this afternoon that um, Mrs. Bunkley and uh, her sister, uh, Terry, uh, she's um, visiting us from uh, from the Virginia area, uh, came down to spend some time with uh, my mother-in-law, who's over at the assisted living facility, now that things had opened up a little bit. Uh, but apparently, um, because of the riptides that we have had, and even though we have uh, um, not been able to have a direct impact, uh, I understand it over at Honeymoon Island, they just returned from Honeymoon Island, and there is a tremendous amount of beach erosion, and so keep that in mind. I think the rip tides have probably abated. I know that a few days ago we were dealing with uh, stingrays uh, that you need to be careful of, but nonetheless, um, I don't know how that uh, particular report would square with the beaches off Clearwater water. Uh, off uh, Pinellas County and, of course, in Sarasota, Bradenton, uh, Anna Maria Island. But it looks like that uh, uh, we, in fact, may not have dodged all of the of the downside uh, of the storm. Well, today we've got a, a pretty complete program and a show for you today. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to have the um, Trump campaign senior advisor, Mercedes Slap back with us again. And, uh, you know, they've been uh, in Florida uh, courting the women's vote. And so I'm going to get an update from her, a very important constituency group uh, for both uh, Mr. Biden and Mr. Trump. Uh, We'll see um, what uh, she has to share about that. And, uh, by the way, what a great night in Tampa Bay if you're a sports fan. First, it was the Tampa Bay Lightning who have uh, wrapped up uh, their berth. They're going to be in the Stanley Cup playoffs, um, and the Tampa Bay Rays uh, won a doubleheader against the Orioles last night, and they have now clinched a spot in uh, the playoffs uh, heading up to the World Series, and as of last night, they had a three-and-a-half game lead against the Yankees. I don't think that uh, stands a reason that would not have diminished since they won both of their games. Uh, But uh, they've got a good chance with three-and-a-half games uh, lead against the Yankees uh, and only a few games to play out for the rest of the month, they could, in fact, be going into the playoffs as the Eastern Divisional leaders for Major League Baseball. Well, our own Paul Porter, uh, who is the arena voice of the Orlando Magic and the arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know him for the home team on our sister station, AM860. He'll be here in the 4 o'clock hour as well, talking about these two important developments. We'll also be visiting with Focus on the Families, Zachary Medler, on Netflix, Violating Child Pornography Laws. And Dr. Ted Baer will be along to talk about Infidel and Magic Camp. All that coming along on the Bill Monkley Show. And remember, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'll be right back.
5: And in Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless,
7: babe, this gift of love.
8: Hi, this is Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. If we've learned anything during these turbulent times, it's that all human life has intrinsic value, worthy of love, care, and protection, and that includes life in the womb. That's why, at this pivotal time, we are standing up to help the world see life. Join the movement to end abortion and love every heartbeat. Text HEARTBEAT to 72000. That's HEARTBEAT to 72000. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 a.m. as we welcome Alan Jackson,
3: Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Jesus is real, folks, and he cares about you.
0: I know he's about new beginnings and breaking the
3: bondage over our lives that has held us. And if we'll turn our faces to him in humility and sincerity, he'll bring freedom to our lives. We don't have to leave here like we can don't miss Alan Jackson Ministries weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 and 910.
9: The weapon may be formed but it won't prosper When the darkness falls it won't prevent Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph My God will never Welcome back,
6: Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. It has happened again. It has happened again, and now it happened in Phoenix, Arizona. This is truly, truly getting to be a very out-of-control mindset for some very radical people here in America. And I'm talking about the ambushing of police officers. A silver Infinity pulled up to an unmarked police car on Roosevelt Street in Phoenix, Arizona. In that car was an Arizona Department of Public Safety detective. It was unmarked, as I said. A passenger got out of the Infinity. And out of nowhere, opened up fire on the detective. In this case, let me quickly say, the detective... Because of his protective armor, the detective was not harmed. A second detective that came to his support also was not harmed. And there are two crazies involved with this. Two different, and I just call them crazies. You know, we we have a policy here. We don't name call, but there are just times where it's obvious. And I want to give you some more details because we really have to pray. All of us have to add, I believe, to our daily prayers, not only protection for our first responders, protection for our law enforcement officers, but we really have to ask the Lord to continue to to stand before him and to ask and ask and ask, that he would be with a with the, with the mental aspect of those who are in law enforcement. Look, I can't say that I blame them, but the current situation that has been allowed by some very irresponsible governors, some very irresponsible mayors, and even police chiefs, they just so happen to be in some of the most liberal run cities in America? This new paradigm where it's okay to attack, hurt, maim, tear down, etc, etc, etc. And now is it some sort of badge of honor to take out a person of law enforcement as a coward sneaking up on them? Open fire. This is this is evil that is now very much in the flesh invisible. The spiritual side of what's going on in America, there is no doubt that Satan has risen. Satan and his imps, there is an all-out assault on many levels against the citizens of the United States of America. It is hideous. It is something that for many of us, no matter how much we try and understand it, we can't get our head around it. Because of the way most of us were raised, especially those who'd be listening to this program today, so, in Phoenix came up to the car, fired the shots. At that time, a second officer, with, I believe, the Highway Patrol, responded to the scene, and because the officer that was attacked, the officer had a very, very quick response, that officer rolled out of the car, returned fire, a second detective arrived, and assisted in apprehending the shooter. Now, right now, there's a manhunt going on in Phoenix because the second suspect, which was the driver of the Infinity, fled the scene and remains at large. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that neither officer or the shooting suspect was injured. I'm looking at the suspect. This suspect is 17 years of age. My son's going to be 15 in three or four months. It's hard to me to fathom that there would be hatred, there would be such a misleading. Of a youngster's upbringing, that a 17 year old would attack ambush style a police officer. Luis Germain Espinosa Acuna. Luis Germain Espinosa Acuna. He's just a kid. I'm looking at his picture. I hope that you realize as we look at these individual case studies, and I'm, I'm trying to get your attention as your watchman on the wall, do not understand, do not underestimate, I should say, what's happening in our country. Do not misunderstand the, the unleashing of evil. That's now gone to very much a next level. Now, we're not to go around in fear. We're not to go around in worry. But we're, I believe, to now really beef up our praying. You want to be protected by a lot of what's going on? You ask God daily to protect. You take your kids to school pray like I do. Lord, put a hedge of protection around this school. Keep this school safe. Be with the teachers. Keep them healthy. Keep them safe. I hope you're just not going through your life, kind of, what comes and what goes. I hope you are proactive about your walk with Jesus. 877-943-9673 I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
10: With S R A News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. U.S. health officials are dropping a controversial piece of coronavirus guidance and telling all those who have been in close contact with infected people to get tested. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention essentially returned to its previous guidance about such testing. In doing so, it got rid of language posted last month that said people who did not feel sick didn't need to get tested in those circumstances. A lawyer for WikiLeaks founder, Julian Assange, has told a London court that her client was Indirectly offered a win-win deal by President Trump that would see him avoid extradition to the U.S. if he revealed the source of a leak of documents from the Democratic Party ahead of the 2016 election. A government watchdog says the Federal Aviation Administration has not updated the standards for emergency airliner evacuations in nearly two decades. On Wall Street right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 180 points. This is SRN News.
3: Salem Media Group is hiring. We're recruiting for a building and grounds maintenance position for our studio and tower locations in Tampa Bay. We're looking for a self-motivated, organized professional with the ideal candidate being responsible for ongoing building and vehicle maintenance projects, landscaping, and other duties as directed by the engineering department. If you're interested, apply online. Click the careers link at SalemMedia.com. That's SalemMedia.com. Click the careers link. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer.
0: Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump. takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and Eric Metaxas. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump. Watch now at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com.
11: It's rare that a family can find an inspiring film that reinforces biblical values. One Nation Under God is that film, and it's available right now at salemnow.com. One Nation Under God is the story of David Gutierrez. David comes from a single mother home and obtains a scholarship to the prestigious Lehigh Magnet School. Soon he learns that the principal has prohibited any mention of God in the school. Weeks later, Senator and presidential candidate Weston Vieira comes to speak to the school. David has the chance to ask the senator a question his question if our founding fathers place god at the center of our nation shouldn't god be a part of our schools and government today the senator is caught off guard and his answer sets off a frenzy of national press coverage see how the courage of one student standing for his conviction can inspire others watch one nation under god at salemnow.com and use the promo code tampa for a 20 percent discount one nation under god at salemnow.com promo code tampa
1: saturday mornings at eight ask an attorney with joe pippen
12: And if I have to go into foreclosure, what are the implications of,
1: since that house is not in my trust, can they attach a lien against the trust? All right, well, the general answer is if you own it and you control it and it's all for your benefit, it's reachable by a creditor unless it's exempt. Ask an attorney, Saturday mornings at 8
3: on Faith Talk 570, 910 and FM 102.1.
11: church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in christ but between sundays how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled you can always find strength between sundays here on faith talk a.m 570 and a.m 910 but you can also listen using alexa simply tell her to enable faith talk tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com
6: Back, Bill Bunkley here, calling all pastors. Calling all pastors. We've got a very special program happening this year, and it's virtual. It's called the Virtual Pastors Appreciation Event, and uh, this is an event that is actually sponsored by Salem Media Group, a corporate. Now, this is in addition to our regular annual Pastors Appreciation event. That will be coming along in November. We also have the Pastors Masters coming up in that month as well for uh, the pastors who would like to get out for a round of golf on that day. But i tell you what, I am super pumped for this opportunity. Why? Things have changed so much since March uh, the paradigm shift is, uh, is just uh, amazing, and for some it's overwhelming. There are some areas of our life that may never, ever return to the where they were prior to the middle of March. And we have been forming habits, habits that may have us acting differently uh, than we did before March, that will continue on in the future. Some of those habits are... Well, some businesses opt to go ahead and continue operations with a significant portion of uh, their uh, employment force working at home. Look, it's cheaper for uh, a business not to have to rent a office space or, or whatever, depending on what the, the position is. Uh, and then when people are staying home, they're not, uh, well, they're not uh, driving the car as much. They're not having the opportunities for traffic accidents. They're not paying as much for uh, oil and gas, and I just use that of the example of all the different shifting parts. Now I want to, you know, give you another uh, a thought about that, and that is, how about all of the areas of ministry, Orthodox Christian ministry? How do we do ministry? How do we do ministry in America before March, uh, the middle of March? How are we doing ministry now? How will we do ministry in the future? How will we reach out? How will we share the gospel? Are there some things that Scripture tells us to do that uh, our habits may be pushing us in a direction that could be in a sinful or in a wrong direction? Well, I tell you what. How would you like, if you were a pastor, and by the way, I'm talking about an event for pastors only. This is the virtual pastor's appreciation event. Pastors, let me ask you a question. How would you like to spend some time... Just listening to Chuck Swindoll share with you his thoughts and insights about the last few months. How about Tony Evans? How would you like to plug into his thoughts, especially with the racial unrest in our nation today? Then you've got John MacArthur, probably one of a handful of pastors who are leading the fight against local governments and trying to shut down the ability for his congregation to meet in his church. How would you like to hear from him? In addition, we got Alistair Begg. And how about Robert Jeffress, someone who is very, very close uh, to the president, Uh, someone who is boldly going to hopefully go back to Israel next year uh, with a tour. And, by the way, all of you have an opportunity to go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. Put your name in for that tour. You're going to get a free uh, uh, booklet on uh, prophecy uh, that's absolutely free, plus your name is going to be entered into that contest. And, um, boy, you got Alan Jackson, you got uh, Greg Laurie. Now, how about if you're in music ministry? Well, we're going to have King and Country. He's going to be uh, sharing with our music leaders. How about Stephen Curtis Chapman? I think he knows a little bit about uh, ministering uh, to the Lord in music. Hmm. A legend, a legend is going to be with us. Michael W. Smith, how about that? Matthew West, Natalie Grant, Zach Williams, Mandisa, Chris Tomlin. Now, here's how it's going to roll out, pastors. For five weeks in October, we're starting right away on October the 1st. That's a Thursday. Every Thursday uh, in October, October 1st, October 8th, October 15th, October 22nd, October 29th. 10 o'clock each Thursday morning we're going to have a virtual session uh, where these pastors are, and, and music leaders are going to be speaking out throughout the month. I want you to sign up for that. I know that uh, I'm going to be plugging in uh, to this as well. I can't wait to uh, see what God has been telling uh, these leaders of the Christian movement in America. Now, to uh, pastors to sign up, go to letstalkfake.com. Letstalkfake.com. need to sign up. Also, once you're signed up, and you're on our webpage, look at the $2,000 a tech package that someone attending this virtual conference is going to win. That's right, $2,000 to spend on tech equipment, whether it's software, uh, a camera, a screen, a PC, whatever you need, it, uh, it will be assessed and it will be mailed to your location. So go right now to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Very, very important uh, initiative for you, uh, hopefully, to be plugging into. Let me ask you a question. This is a Watchman on the Wall alert. Not just for something that's happening somewhere else in the country, but this is why we have a ministry called the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Because, not just for today, but we know now in the future, there is all sorts of skirmishes. That's right. There is a cultural civil war that has been engaged in America for quite some time. And I report to you on the important skirmishes. Now, we're not impacted here, per se, but I can tell you, for instance, Uh, My sister-in-law is visiting us for a few days, and when we are in uh, Christiansburg, Virginia, and uh, that's where they reside, my brother-in-law is a physician there, and, of course, that's right down from Blacksburg, which uh, uh, University of Virginia uh, is there, the Hokies. And so I can tell you that we spend a lot of time in the Kroger grocery store. And uh, Kroger reminds me uh, a lot of uh, our grocery stores here in Florida. But let me ask you a question. Your First Amendment rights, where do they begin, where do they end as it comes to your employer? Now let me ask you a question. We've got an issue with Kroger. Kroger has now been accused of violating the civil rights of not one but two women. Now, the allegation is it fired both women. So what was the reason for the firing? According to uh, CBN News, the reason for the firing is there were special aprons Separal uh, uh, there were special aprons that were part of the, I guess, sort of the the attempted uniform at Kroger, but they were the symbol of the gay rights movement. And on that, there was not just the rainbow colors on these aprons; there was a message allegedly supporting. The LGBTQ community. So let me ask you a question. You go to work. You happen to work in an area where you are uh, in the public's eye. It's one thing when you go to work at Kroger and you sign your agreement to work for them and they'll say, hey, there'll be times where there is a Kroger hat maybe that has a Kroger logo. Uh, there might be a Kroger um, shirt with a Kroger emblem. There might even be some uh, some uh, foul weather gear for those that work outside, maybe collecting the carts, taking the groceries out. There may be a Kroger emblem on that. Now, understand that from my point of view and my understanding, which I believe I'm on firm firm ground, all of that. Is just absolutely uh, okay. But is it okay for Kroger to make... Let let me just suggest that maybe these two women are Orthodox practicing Christians. They do not adhere to uh, the support of the LGBTQ community. Should they be forced to wear these rainbow aprons as a requirement for their job. Now, I would be willing to say that they weren't fired and told you didn't wear the aprons your eye here. But let's be clear. When you have an organization as big as Kroger, or if it was a Publix or a Winn-Dixie or a Walmart or, you know, Target, whatever, Look, there's a lot of people that work. There's a lot of managers. And so sometimes you might find there's an LGBTQ manager, and they take it upon themselves to impose this sort of environment. And, yeah, there are times where they really go across their boundary and they fire somebody. Now, let me just say, because, you know, I always give both sides of this, there are businesses where Christians, committed Christians, work. And there have been times that we have uh, we have seen and we have also called out that there's certain things in a business you can't be doing as a Christian, especially if you're a manager, and forcing others to comply with something as part of a quote-unquote business requirement. Well, Brenda Lawson and Trudy... Rickard, are two former employees of Kroger in Arkansas, and they are on the record believing that homosexuality is a sin. They worked at Kroger in Conway, Arkansas, that's on the suburbs north of Little Rock, since about mid-2019, according to the lawsuit documents. Lawson worked there for eight years Rickard had been a store employee for 13 years. The EEOC, which is the the oversight uh, part of the government, which is the Equal Opportunity uh, Commission, said that Kroger refused to accommodate the religious beliefs of Lawson and Rickard and disciplined and terminated them because of their religious beliefs and in retaliation for requesting religious accommodation. Let me remind you, part of what I remind our legislators in Tallahassee, there's this uh, little item called the 1964 Civil Rights Act, which uh, prohibits discrimination of employment practices on the basis of what class? What? That's right, religion. In 2009, Kroger ordered its employees to wear an apron with a rainbow heart embroidered on it, according to the lawsuit. The the, The logo was a show of support for the LGBTQ community. These two ladies say they hold no animosity, but they have their sincerely held religious beliefs and they're not going to be wearing a rainbow apron in support of gay rights. This is just one example of the PC Civil War that we are in. That's why I'm in Tallahassee. And quite frankly, that's why I need support when we're in Tallahassee. Because the watchman on the wall here, the watchman on the wall there, someone's got to keep an eye. And this could very well be something that could pop up in Florida. Full lines are open. If you'd like to comment, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back.
3: at MossAcura.com and MossNissan.com Cornerstone
11: Pro. Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must Learn more at CornerstonePros.com
13: For service like it
8: ought to be Fair
0: the united states of america part of god's great plan for the world now a new documentary trump 2024 the world after trump takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without president trump trump 2024 features interviews with franklin graham mike huckabee dennis prager and eric metaxas watch trump 2024 the world after trump watch now at salemnow.com that's salemnow.com
1: Some of your favorite pastors and authors like Charles Stanley, John Piper, and Max Lucado are bringing you their most popular devotionals for free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend time in God's Word daily. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, workplace, and more, Crosswalk.com offers spiritual growth for every stage of life. Visit Crosswalk.com. Hey, everybody, it's the captain here. Need a little more pep in your staff? Not eating enough of the right kind of foods? Not getting your daily requirement of fruits and vegetables either? Well, have I got a deal for you. It's called Balance of Nature and Fruits and Veggies. Now, for a limited time, you can save 35% at Balance of Nature. Just go to their website, balanceofnature.com. Use the product code RESULT or give them a call at 800-246-8751. To start feeling better, go to balanceofnature.com or give them a call at 800-246-8751. Use the product code RESULT, balanceofnature.com. Listen to Faith Talk, weekday mornings at 8, for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. If you're going to choose
3: a God, I would submit you want to choose the most powerful. Don't just go along with
2: the crowd. Don't plead ignorance. Look in Jeremiah 32, then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, I'm the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Alan Jackson Ministries,
1: weekday mornings at 8, on Faith Talk AM 570 and
3: 910.
9: My story is over. My story's just begun. And fail you want to find me cuz that's what my father does. Come on. Say fail you. Welcome want back Bill Bunkley here.
6: Me, got a couple of final thoughts this hour on the uh the Kroger a uh, foul ball and uh, I'll share those with you in just a moment as we uh, wrap up this final segment. But i want to remind you that uh, coming up on the 26th of september not only do we have the pray by the bay opportunity for you to go down and to pray for our country and to pray for our law enforcement and first responders that'll be happening between 10 and 11 a.m on bayshore boulevard uh, on september 26th but also that night very important night that uh, we stand with our friends and focus on the family Well, this year things have changed with Focus because of uh, all of the changes in how we are moving around or not moving around. This year they're launching a new program It's already underway. It's called Sea Life, S-E-E, like I see you, Sea Life. Uh, Sea Life is a campaign to spark a pro-life social media movement that will culminate on the 26th that night at 8 o'clock with a live stream premiere of the movie Sea Life 2020. Now, there are uh, two initiatives uh, for the Sea Life 2020. Number one is go to our website at letstalkfate.com, click on the banner for Sea Life. You'll see a pledge there. Read it, review it. I hope that you will sign that pledge and join the group that is promoting the awareness of abortion in this country. Number two, well, look at step number two to share your commitment with others. You can use the hashtag in your communications on social media, hashtag love every heartbeat. That's hashtag love every heartbeat. And that can show your family, friends, church, and neighbors, well, that in protecting life you're all in. And then, hey, go online and join us for the digital premiere of Sea life 2020 going to be nationwide again that's happening on the night of september 26th go to our website letstalkfaith.com letstalkfaith.com click on that uh particular uh promo box and uh, get all the information and uh, hope you'll sign up well here we have another major corporate entity and i want to share a statement and i want to close with the perspective on this now if you're just joining us, there were two women. One worked, I think, eight years, another one 13 years for Kroger. They are Orthodox Christians. Uh, they don't believe uh, in promoting homosexuality. And uh, they were faced with an ultimatum, either where a uh, a rainbow, which you have the rainbow colors that have been long been symbolic of the gay uh, and homosexual movement uh, here in uh, America and around the world, uh, they were supposed to wear that with a logo on a, an official apron for Kroger, which is a supermarket up north, showing their solidarity for the LGBTQ movement. Well, let's face it. Not everybody is support in support of the LGBTQ movement, especially Orthodox Christians. And there's a lot of folks in the LGBTQ movement who are not exactly supportive of Christians either or the Christian faith. And so... Kroger is a grocery store, 35 states is where they do business. Now keep in mind Kroger was heralded for being pro-LGBTQ by the Human Rights Campaign. Kroger also received their perfect score on the 2020 Corporate Equality Index according to the website there at the Human Rights Campaign. Now Let me just share a thought or two. This corporate move is the same sort of PC uh, thinking that has swept the country. That is what has severely crippled, in my opinion, the Boy Scouts of America, to change their moral policies. Now, I want to read you something because let me tell you, in the same way that if I was at Kroger as a manager and I said, hey, it's Easter weekend, Easter Sunday, everybody is going to wear a Kroger shirt that's going to have a cross on it. Well, some of you would say, "Well, no, 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 that's really no. It's the same thing." It's the same. I as a Christian or I in a business cannot force you to violate your your your, your value system. You'll lose every time, just like Kroger's going to lose. But listen to this. A spokesman for Kroger, no, that's, not, that's what I want to tell you. Here we go. A quote from the website. Here's what it reads about Kroger Pride. Let me repeat, Kroger Pride. They don't have a section there called Kroger Christians or Kroger Jews. No, this is Kroger Pride. Here's what it reads. At the Kroger Company, we embrace diversity and inclusion As core values, as we ingrain these in everything we do. Kroger, I'm going to call you out. You're not telling the truth. If you were embracing diversity, if you were embracing inclusion, if these were really your core values, you would have those protections for your Christian employees, you would have those for your Jewish employees. As you can see, This is why I'm your watchman on the wall. Coming up next, Mercedes Schlapp is going to be talking about the women's movement here in Florida for Trump. She's a senior campaign advisor. Paul Porter will talk about our lightning and rays, both securing playoff berths. I'll be right back.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com, A service of the Salem Media Group.
10: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A new poll from the Associated Press, Nork Center for Public Affairs Research, shows a majority of Americans plan to vote before Election Day.
0: Fifty-four percent of voters say they'll vote before polls open on November 3rd. That's up from 42% in 2016. But the results show conducting elections in the U.S. has become a partisan issue. 57% of President Trump's supporters say they'll vote in person. But 53% of Joe Biden's backers plan to vote by mail. That's,
10: correspondent course, about a Mike Kempin. Hurricane Sally left some people on the Gulf Coast cut off by floodwaters. 76-year-old Elaine Hogan says she and her husband and their two dogs had to head for the attic. We
11: were just scared. And Jack said, well... We'll just go back in the attic and stay there. And I said, Jack, I don't want to die in the attic. And he said, we aren't going to die. He said, everything's going to be okay.
10: The Trump administration has announced it's going to offer a new way to Puerto Rico to help the island rebuild from Hurricane Maria from three years ago. We're awarding $13
12: billion to permanently repair and replace thousands of miles of transmission and distribution lines at Should have been done many years ago.
10: Meanwhile, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says this week she's hopeful both parties will reach an agreement on the next route of coronavirus relief, but suggested Democrats will not accept anything less than their last offer, $2.2 trillion.
14: Speaker Pelosi tells reporters the Heroes Act passed by the House will cover all costs and respect the science.
7: Let's just do what we know needs to be done without contempt for science and with respect for every person uh, in our country.
14: Majority Whip Jim Clyburn says his party covers those who need financial assistance.
13: Our plan takes care of them, not the Senate plan.
14: When a reporter noted that some in her caucus are griping to the media about leadership tactics, she replied, well, they don't say it to me. Bernie Bennett in Washington.
10: This is S R N News.
1: I
14: can get rights when a person is a person
1: all across our nation. Our nation is divided in our homes, in social media, everywhere you turn. But what is at the heart of this division? In the new movie, Divided Hearts of America, Super Bowl champion and executive producer Benjamin Watson searches for the truth.
7: This is
15: one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make.
1: You'll discover why the most polarizing debate of this century boils down to the sacred dignity of human life there is no personhood under law
16: for fetuses we don't have that in this country
1: with divided hearts of america you'll learn what you need to be armed to fight what divides us and come to a place of real unity with empathy healing and real hope Be part of the change and watch Divided Hearts of America. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase. Use promo code FAMILY for 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code FAMILY.
10: Netflix is suffering a backlash. Last week, the
6: streaming giant released Cuties, a French film which claims to decry the sexualization of children, all the while presenting children in sexualized ways. Critics, family groups, evangelical leaders, and people on the right and left condemn the movie, and now cancellations of Netflix are surging. Variety reports that the cancellation rate in the U.S. jumped to eight times the daily average right after Cuties was released. Michael Harrington,
10: SRN News. Ukraine is warning thousands of Hasidic Jewish pilgrims who have remained stuck on its border for days that won't let them enter the country due to coronavirus. Ukrainian authorities say about 2,000 pilgrims converged on the border with Belarus in hopes of crossing over and reaching the city of Umam, The grave of an important Hasidic rabbi who died back in 1810 is located there. Thousands of the ultra-Orthodox Jews visit that city each September for Rosh Hashanah. That's the Jewish New Year. This is SRN News.
0: There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are Free Radio. We Are Broadcasters. Visit
8: wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hi, this is Jim Daly. All human life has intrinsic value. We're all made in the image of God, worthy of love, care, and protection. Let's stand together to help the world see life. Join the movement to end abortion and love every heartbeat. And join us online for Sea Life 2020, a transformational pro life event on September 26th. Learn more at focusonthefamily.com/slash Sea Life. Faith Talk 570, WTBN.
1: Online at Let's Talk a service of the Salem Media Group.
6: And we're back Friday afternoon, 4 o'clock, the Bill Bunkley Show. What's special today? Welcoming in all of you on AM 860, The Answer, all throughout Tampa Bay. And also for those of you on AM 930, Sarasota and Bradenton. And also joined, as always, by our Faith Talk audience on AM 570 and 910. Absolutely honored to be with you this afternoon as the countdown continues to the November 3rd election. And we've got some things to talk about today. Uh, in just a moment, uh, the president just spoke moments ago, and the president is saying there's going to be enough virus, a uh, vaccine, the coronavirus COVID-19, that by April every American will be able to get the vaccine. That's the headline. We'll come back that come back to that in just a moment to, for some of those details. We've got a lot to talk about today, and I wanted to just let you know coming up this hour first, we're going to be hearing from Paul Porter. What a day it was this morning as everyone who wasn't watching the action last night, either last night or this morning, found out that, yes, the Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the New York Islanders and are now going into the Stanley Cup playoffs. That is very exciting indeed. Now, if that wasn't enough, let's go to one of our other major professional sports franchises, and I'm talking about the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay Rays uh, took a doubleheader in Baltimore uh, from the Orioles, and by the second win of the doubleheader, they now are assured of a playoff spot in the Major League Baseball playoffs. And guess what? As of last night, they were three and a half games ahead, the second-place team, uh, those are those guys, I think they're called the Yankees. So there's only a handful of games left, so who knows? Uh, Tampa Bay may well be going into the playoffs uh, as the Eastern Divisional Champs. But again, two, two great uh, uh, stories to, to just uh, kind of feel good about when we don't necessarily have a lot to feel good about. And Paul Porter, who is the arena voice for the Lightning, that thundering voice that you hear, he scores! Uh, you're also going to uh, hear that voice when you're over with the Orlando Magic. And he's a press box voice, Bay Buccaneers. Plus, for those of you listening on 860, you know that you listen to the home team, his show with his colleagues, every Saturday from 11 to 1. Paul's a good friend. Look forward to having his professional observations in that area coming up in just a few moments. Also, in addition to that, uh, once again, I tell you, we're right in all of the action here on the I-4 corridor as it comes to the presidential campaign. Been a major push the last couple of days to reach out and to have a a back-and-forth communication with the women of Florida, the women of Florida who are connecting with Donald Trump and his presidential campaign. Well, back with us today. Uh, you've seen her multiple times on Fox News, national television, uh, senior advisor to the Trump campaign. Mercedes Schlapp is going to be here, and she's going to be talking about that women's vote. Now, just so you know, coming up in uh, the 5 o'clock hour, when I'm back over on our fate Talk stations, uh, today's segment on Focus on the Family, well, we're going to be talking about Netflix. And the question is, Has Netflix violated child pornography laws? And that's because of the French movie Cuties. Uh, Cuties. 11-year-old girl is starring in Cuties. A 13-year-old girl is is starring in Cuties. And it is, uh, to me, for children of that age, it it is an absolutely uh, horrendous, horrendous thing to be uh, publicly displaying that movie. Uh, pornography, how about uh, what it's doing to uh, uh, those that uh, uh, are pedophiles? Well, we'll talk with uh, Focus on the families Zachary Mettler, who's been drilling down, also been in contact with the Justice Department, and, you know, members of the U.S. Senate, 30, 30 or so members of Congress, have also asked for the Justice Department, Justice Department to do an investigation uh, we'll have that story as well. And uh, I got something for you to do this weekend if you're not afraid to go to the movies. That's right, a real movie. Jim Cavizzo is starring in a movie called Infidels. Now, this is an adult movie. It's a story of uh, an individual who has been captured by a foreign government, and um, it, it is a very true-to-life story. It puts together several of the of the uh of the stories behind folks who have been either kidnapped or imprisoned and um it's a uh, very very much an adult movie but uh, we're going to hear from Dr. Ted Bear who's the um uh, founder and publisher of Movie Guide. He gives this very very high marks and for all of us that have been cooped up if you if you want to go see something that uh Uh, Is going to get you out of the house, proper social distancing in the theater. We'll talk about that coming up uh, in that third hour as well. Hey, for my friends that are in Sarasota right now, I want to remind you, as I'm doing, the tickets are going for the Salem Conservative Summit. Have you gone online right now at TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com, to secure your tickets? Well, I really suggest that you do, because... If you haven't heard, this event's going to be happening on Friday, October the 23rd, right there in the Grand Ballroom of the Hyatt Regency, Sarasota. Our VIP reception is at 5.30, and that goes from 5.30 to 6.30. The main event in the ballroom is from 7 to 9. Now, this is why I'm urging you to go ahead and get your tickets. It's been a very wildly popular event every four years uh, just prior to the presidential election. And for those of you, you're going to get a chance for the first time to meet in-person Larry Elder. Uh, Larry uh, comes uh, on here on our answer stations from 6 to 9 each night. And then in our area, Sebastian Gorka, you can hear him from 9 to midnight. Sebastian's going to be here in Sarasota as well. Some of you have uh, got introduced uh, over the past few months to Charlie uh, Kirk. Guess what? We're going to announce pretty soon the arrangement that we have come to um, uh, with, with Charlie Kirk. He's going to be part of one of my new colleagues uh, for the talk show host of Salem Media Group. Phil Grandy, who you plug in with every afternoon to find out what craziness is going on in the markets, plus he continues to be uh, one that is always warning about debt and deficits and always warning about the problem with uh, the big hedge funds and you being an individual investor. He's going to be there. And you know what? Of course, of course. You were asking, well, what about Captain Matt Bruce? He's a very special guest. He'll be there as well. Now, go to our website there, uh, theanswersarasota.com, the com. You can go there, and uh, you can drill down, and I hope that uh, you're going to be there. Only 250 total tickets. That's why we're saying this is an intimate affair. Uh, 40 or 50 of those are going to be the tickets for the VIP reception. This is your chance to really have a chance to interact with our talk show hosts in a very intimate setting. But let me also tell you this. This is going to be an event requiring masks. That's right. If you're going to enter this event at the, um, at the Regency, Hyatt Regency, you're going to have to have a mask. If you don't wear a mask, you're not going to be able to enter. And that's why I just want to tell you now. I, along with our management, we very much respect the fact that there are differing opinions, and uh, looking at the the national uh, debate over the wearing of masks, uh, we certainly are sympathetic, we understand that. That's why I am and we are telling you on the front end what the policy is going to be for this evening, so that uh, no one has to be misinformed, no one has to come, and and uh, feel like uh, they've been uh, discriminated against against at the door. No, we're letting you know that on the front end. All those details you can get at TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com. Well, our headline news this afternoon is uh, President Trump. Just a few moments ago, uh, he held a White House press conference, and he said that the United States is going to make, uh, will be making enough COVID-19 vaccine doses for every american by april 2021 now you know there's a tremendous amount of vials that have to be produced and we have to figure out which vaccines are going to get the nod for uh distribution in the country but he promised this afternoon that uh, he'll have uh, doses for every american by the end of april Now, in addition to that, the other breaking news I want to bring you this afternoon is the president said that uh, he reiterated that he is believing that a vaccine could come within weeks. Again, the president saying that a vaccine could come within weeks. The U.S. will have at least uh, 100 million doses before the end of the year. Again, quote by President Trump. Um, but he believes it will be many more doses available than the 100 million. Now, hundreds of millions of doses, this is a direct quote from the president, will be available every month, and we expect to have enough vaccinations, or vaccines, I should say, uh, again, for every American by that April date. And uh, he said that as soon as they are ready, uh, they will be delivering and distributing them uh, to the American public. Now, uh, at that press conference, uh, that Stanford radiologist Scott Atlas was there. Uh, somewhat controversial in some circles, but um, he got a question from a, uh, uh, the president. Got a question from a reporter, and when asked on the timeline for the vaccine production, um, he turned over. He turned the podium over to Scott Atlas. And uh, Dr. Atlas confirmed that the hundreds of millions of doses would be ready by the end of the year. But he did also caution and said that first responders and those at risk would be able to get vaccinated before 2021. So those that are at risk, those that have those conditions, plus first responders, they're going to be at the front of the line, and uh, they believe they will get vaccinated by by. I'd say January 1, 2021, and then April, the vaccine would be available to everyone. Now, what's interesting, I want to add this before we get to Paul Porter. Dr. Anthony Fauci, he said that he would bet on a coronavirus vaccine by November or December. Very interesting. This is not a campaign statement or perceived as a campaign statement or an overly... um, uh, you know, positive president. This is Dr. Fauci. He said, and I quote: "I would still put my money on November, December." He said during a congressional Hispanic Caucus Institute panel on global pandemics. So, I think that's a uh, pretty big news this afternoon, in as much as the fact that uh, uh, vaccine and COVID-19, uh, and, and also all of the related um, the controversy over us fighting this global pandemic certainly is very central to the campaign. Now, also very quick to, to just let you know, I reported on this during the first hour, uh, another ambush occurred in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, uh, an Infiniti drove up to an unmarked uh, police car, opened fire on the detective that was in the car, Fortunately, the detective uh, responded quickly, had protective gear on. Uh, He was not injured. The other uh, law enforcement uh, official who came to assist him, he was not injured. They were able to capture one. They were able to capture the shooter, 17 years of age, trying to ambush a cop. The driver of the car, they're still trying to apprehend. Well, coming up next, a little victory lap that we'll take with Paul Porter. I'm excited. I know he is. He is your arena announcer for the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're going to the Stanley Cup. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
11: It's rare that a family can find an inspiring film that reinforces biblical values. One Nation Under God is that film, and it's available right now at salemnow.com. One Nation Under God is the story of David Gutierrez. David comes from a single mother home and obtains a scholarship to the prestigious Lehigh Magnet School. Soon he learns that the principal has prohibited any mention of God in the school. Weeks later, Senator and presidential candidate Weston Vieira comes to speak to the school. David has the chance to ask the senator a question. His question, if our founding fathers placed God at the center of our nation, shouldn't God be a part of our schools and government today? the senator is caught off guard and his answer sets off a frenzy of national press coverage see how the courage of one student standing for his conviction can inspire others watch one nation under god at salemnow.com and use the promo code tampa for a 20 percent discount one nation under god at salemnow.com promo code tampa
1: Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6, on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at Let's Talk Faith.
6: Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We are pumped. We are excited. And that is, uh, well, we've got a couple of our beloved teams just so happened on the same night made some very big playoff news. And I tell you what, we've got our own resident expert, those of you listening in on AM 860, uh, you know that on Saturdays from 11 to 1, you don't want to miss the, the home team with Paul Porter and his supporting cast. Well, Paul's with us, but let me just remind you that when you go to a Lightning game, it is Paul who gives that thundering rendition about uh, what's happening as the arena announcer. Also does the same for Orlando Magic, and he takes care of the press in the press box on game day for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, but again, if you haven't ever tuned into his show, hey, tomorrow's an opportunity, AM 860 at 11 o'clock. Paul Porter, we're all separated, don't get a chance to see you much, but uh, welcome to the show, my good friend. Paul, are you there? All right, Paul dropped, but we'll get him back. He's out there. Um, I'll set this up a little bit. As you probably know, the Tampa Bay Lightning by now uh, eliminated the Islanders, and they are now going into the Stanley Cup playoffs. And uh, our own uh, Tampa Bay Rays as well last night with that uh, double um, uh, win in uh, Baltimore last night. Double header, I should say. That second game at least put them in a playoff position. And uh, I think we have Paul. And so I want Paul to be able to walk us through that. Brother Paul, are you there?
17: I am here. Good to talk to you again, Bill.
6: Hey, man, it is good to have you on the program Um now, I know that you haven't been able to participate a lot, but uh, I've watched a few games where they've done some pregame, and you've been involved with that. Uh, you must be one of the number one folks in the front row that are excited for uh, these uh, these players for the Lightning that you know very, very well.
17: Oh, absolutely. I really am, and uh, I'm hoping that they can uh, get the job done against the Dallas Stars and uh, uh, bring Tampa Bay at second Stanley Cup championship. And uh, I think they're the better team of the two, so I think there's a good chance that can happen. Uh, you don't know until they play the games, but uh, I like Tampa Bay's chances.
6: How is our boy? How are our boys doing in terms of injuries and those type of things? Anything that uh, we need to be aware of as we begin to watch this next series?
17: Well, there's always some nagging injuries, and Braden Point I think is probably the most significant one of, of all of them. They aren't specific anymore with what the injuries are. They just call it an upper body injury or a lower body injury. But he has been able to play. But uh, what what Coach Cooper has said is that they're managing him. And and what that means is basically they're kind of like a pitcher in baseball. They're doing a pitch count. And uh, with Braden Point, they're kind of doing a minutes count as to how many minutes he's on the ice. Uh, He's such an important part of the team. That they don't want to just sit him, but yet uh, they are keeping a very close watch on him. And uh, don't be surprised, Bill, if you see number 91 out on the ice during these Stanley Cup Finals. Might not be tomorrow night in Game One, wow. but uh, somewhere along the the, uh, the road here, I think you might see Steven Stamkos back <laughs> with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And it's uh, it feels good just to say that but uh, they would probably use him in a limited role because uh, he hasn't played for six months. So uh, it's a long time to be sitting out and then to jump back into the action.
6: Well, if you got somebody in your pocket, even though they've been on the sidelines for a while, if you know hockey, which you know it, I I don't know it anywhere near like you do, but i got to tell you what, that's got to excite some fans that are here. And so how does it feel, though, not being able to be involved at least for half of the games of this season?
17: I I guess the the one word I would use is weird, that uh, you're watching it on TV and you're following it and you're hearing what the players and the coaches and everything are saying, uh, but there's no fans. And the the league is trying to do what it can to uh, bring in – piped in sound noise and goal horns and even some of my recordings they're playing uh <laughs> during the game to try and do as good as they can but it's different it really is different and uh i think the players feel it as well that they would love to have twenty thousand fans screaming at amelie arena oh, when yeah. they stepped out onto the ice tomorrow night and uh, it, it's it's just uh, unfortunate but Just like everything else, uh, everyone has been affected by this pandemic, and uh, the the hockey and sports in general are no exception. Mm.
6: Well, that familiar voice you hear is Paul Porter, and, of course, he's the arena voice for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And tomorrow you can catch his program right here on AM 860, for those of you listening in, 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock. And, yes, you can call in. And i got to tell you what, Paul always has a lot of things to give away, so you might get a burger or two if you tune in tomorrow. Let's turn to the Tampa Bay Rays. Last night, uh, a very special second game. Tell us about that.
17: Yeah, the Rays uh, come back uh, scoring four unanswered runs and win it 10-6 to over the Orioles. And kind of with all the excitement around the Lightning and them winning the Eastern Conference, the Rays kind of got lost in the shuffle, if you will, but uh, they very quietly uh, clinched a playoff spot and uh, they are going to win the division, the American league East, uh, with just a handful of games left. Uh, only a 60 game schedule this year, but because of that, uh, the season's going to end next Sunday, a week from uh, this Sunday. And uh, the light, I should say the rays are uh, definitely in the playoffs and they look very strong, very deep. I uh, they always seem to, in spite of the number of injuries they've had, find someone else to, to step up. And the, the old saying in sports, the next man up. And that's been the case for the Rays. So uh, I like the Rays chances as well. You know, as crazy a year as 2020 has been, Bill, wouldn't it be something if the Lightning and the Rays and the Bucks all come up with championships? And <laughs> other than the Bucks, no one would have played a home game. Uh, that would be strange in the playoffs, but it could very well happen. Well, I tell you what, all
6: of our foes, you know, if if that were to happen, by the way, and I thought that was my next question, so we were on the same page. But you know, they're going to put an asterisk, asterisk, to duke, uh all of our uh, nemesis and enemies in, in the various leagues. But that's okay. But yeah, but we got about twenty-three seconds left. I got to ask you. Uh, first game, Brady. What have you guys been talking about on the home team? Do you think he can do something? Do you think it's not going to work? What's the consensus?
17: Well, I think one game is much too short of a uh, measuring stick. So uh, I think we'll see uh, a different Tom Brady this Sunday. He made some mistakes last week. But you have to remember, they were playing maybe the second best team in the NFL and probably the best team in the NFC last week. So it's it's not a – a huge deal to lose to the New Orleans Saints, but I think you'll see uh, a much better performance on Sunday.
6: All right. Well, we look to have Paul Porter back when uh, there's a clinch of uh, the cup, uh, Lord Stanley coming home, and we'll probably have another discussion when we're in the World Series and another tune-up with Tom Brady. Paul Porter, the home team, catching tomorrow 11-1 to 1, AM 860. Paul, as always, hey, tell Jen we said hello and uh, have a great weekend. Thanks for being with us.
17: Thanks for having me on, Bill. Appreciate it. God bless.
6: I'm Bill Bunkley. More than Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
10: With us are news, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Trump administration has announced it's going to be sending new aid to Puerto Rico to help the island rebuild its electrical grid and repair schools from the devastation of Hurricane Maria three years ago. Puerto Rico Governor Wanda Vasquez thanking the president and the government for the grant among the largest ever awarded by the Federal Emergency Management Agency. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she's hopeful both parties will reach an agreement on the next round of coronavirus relief, but suggested Democrats will not accept anything less than her last offer of two point two trillion dollars when it comes to a deal. Republicans say a lot of that is wasteful spending. It has very little to do with the coronavirus. New poll from the Associated Press-Nork Center for Public Affairs Research shows a majority of Americans now plan to vote before Election Day this year. A slow day for the markets today. The Dow was down 244 points. This is SRN News.
4: In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In Forgotten Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians and deterrents against Trump. Revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies. Why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, For God and Country is required reading in this election year. And for every conservative Christian. For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump. The new book by Dr. Ralph Reed. Published by Regnery. Available at Amazon and wherever books are sold.
0: In the last days, there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes. Are we in the end times? Learn more about Bible prophecy by downloading a free copy of Dr. Robert Jeffress's booklet, "Bible Prophecy Made Simple" from Pathway to Victory.
16: Regardless of your millennial view and your rapture right. view, the
1: fact is we need to live in light of the fact that time is short.
3: Enter today to win
9: a trip to the Holy Land with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Go to Let'sTalkFaith.com. Keyword Israel.
18: Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services
7: at taxpayer expense.
3: Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com
6: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with the phone lines open at 877-943-9673. And, uh, man, still excited about that last segment. Our Tampa Bay Lightning are in the Stanley Cup. Uh, Our Tampa Bay Rays are probably going to be the uh, Eastern Division champs, beating out both the Yankees and the Red Sox. And as Paul said, what would it be like if uh, Tampa Bay, hey, Stanley Cup winners and World Series winners, and by the way, Mr. Brady's over here still kind of tuning things up, and the Super Bowl's right here. How about if we had the Bucks in that game as well? Well, now we're going to shift to another gra- another game, and I want to talk a little about the ground game because, uh, as you know, the last few days I've been bringing you the stories of a lot, a lot of activity from a D.C. right here in the state of Florida, and we have some very important people uh, with the uh, re-election of Donald Trump who have been actually just crisscrossing our state. Now, we had planned to have back with us Um, uh, Mercedes Slapp to uh, share with us about the the women's events here in Florida. Now, they have these back-to-back-to-back-to-back events, and um, I've done this so I know how this works, Uh, especially by the time – if my show was in the morning, we'd had everybody. By the time you're in the afternoon, uh, everything is a little late and delayed, but we are excited because we have the national RNC spokeswoman – Uh, with us today uh, liz harrington and uh, liz is going to give us another perspective as well Uh, liz good to have you with us this afternoon hey thanks for having me tell us a little bit uh now you have the sort of the macro picture in mind uh though you're focused on florida tell us a little bit about this effort i know ivanka was in uh, Pam was uh, interviewing, here, her, interviewing her here, I know, between here and Texas. She did very well with fundraising. Talk about the momentum of the
7: campaign right now here in Florida. Oh, it's off the charts. It's incredible. And we're so happy to have so many people just putting so much time in our amazing army of volunteers. We've surpassed 2 million. Uh million. We're definitely going to break the record set in 2012 of 2.2 million. But these are all just freedom-loving Americans who go out there. They knock on doors. They hold these events. Uh, and we have, of course, the great members of the Trump family and big um, people who are uh, associated with the campaign and our surrogates just all over the place, whether it's Ivanka, who's in Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay, and also you have John Pence crisscrossing everywhere I see him, yep, yep. Uh, just going up in the Northeast, going all these battleground states that, you know, Florida's looking incredible. I don't think there's anything we could really do to control that energy. When You talk about the voters for Trump and these boat parades that are just, so much fun and so inspiring. But we're talking about other places on the map that haven't been on the map. They certainly weren't on the map in 2016 when, uh, when in terms of what the media was telling us and the Democrat establishment were telling us. President Trump changes all of that because he's a common sense guy. He's a problem solver. And he's fighting on behalf of all Americans. And when you look at what we're faced with, what Democrats are doing now, just yes, becoming yes. a socialist party, bringing that into the mainstream, this dangerous anti-American ideology that's playing out on our streets of these cities, and then you look what President Trump is delivering day in and day out. We're bringing in so many new new voters to our party, and it's so inspiring. So there's going to be, I think a big surprise uh, for the media and the democrat establishment the swamp establishment come election day but we're putting places on the map that haven't voted for republican in decades
6: well liz harrington we've been telling our folks that we need such uh, an overwhelming win not in florida but around the country because of the controversy over mail-in we want to have a landslide particularly in the battleground states but in the others because if you have a landslide that pretty well quells You know, hey, it's very close here. Let's have some lawsuits, et cetera, et cetera. But I want to ask you a question. In the same area of what you've been sharing, now, normally, if we had an honest media, which we haven't had that for quite a while with a couple of exceptions, uh, there are two things they would be talking about. They would be talking about the enthusiasm quotient between the Democrat Party and Republican Party as they see it around the land, and they would be talking about ground gain. Now, our folks right. are not hearing much about that. You've really alluded to this, but could you just fine-tune that to tell our folks that the ground-gain comparison between the Biden camp and Trump, uh, what's that factor? And, oh, by the way, just you've already talked about the enthusiasm factor, but the fact is this is what wins elections, and not a peep of it's really
7: being uh, reported in an objective manner nationwide. But I know. It's incredible. We're doing a million door-knocks per week. We're going wow. out there. We're talking to voters. We're trying to earn Americans' votes. We don't think we're entitled to them, right? Democrats just think they're entitled to your to power. They're entitled to your vote based on the color of your skin or your gender or sex. I mean, it's unbelievable how arrogant they are. Joe Biden's campaign, they're not knocking on any doors. Zero. It's a million to zero. Mm -hmm. And the media really is ignoring this. I think it's their own peril because we know what side they're on, right? And finally, you know the numbers, the internal numbers, when you look at Joe Biden's campaign or the Harris-Biden campaign, the fraud that is that campaign. That's why they're finally dragging him out of the basement. That's why he finally made his way down to Florida to pander Uh, for votes playing catch this show very slowly. He made his way down to Florida because their internal polling is so bad. And oh, yeah, maybe you actually have to fight for it, Joe. Maybe after 47 years, uh, you actually have to do something for the American people to get elected. It's just not going to happen. And you can't build that kind of infrastructure and campaigning Overnight, We've had offices and field offices and field organizing since 2016 and even before that, but we've never left in those battleground states. And we've expanded. And if you're talking about a state like Minnesota where we didn't have a single staffer and we only lost that state in 2016 by a, a couple of points, well, we're investing there. And we have a big contrast to show the people of Minnesota. Do you want to go the way of Minneapolis, where the left has let that city go uh, to hell? Or do you want a better way? Do you want to have freedom, equality under the law? Do you want opportunity? Do you just want to shout out the American dream? That's what President Trump delivers. So we can go in all these places, places we haven't left. We're organizing. Go to TrumpVictory.com you can enter your zip code and you can see events that are happening certainly on a weekly basis almost on a nightly basis now there's maga meetups there's voter registration drives there's uh you can watch the president's rallies Who's he's starting to do them um uh, you know, multiple times a week, he's yes. going all over the place. The man works so hard, but so you can get involved and engaged, and we're we're capitalizing on that enthusiasm edge that we certainly have, and we're we're just talking about the issues that people talk about. We got to fight for our country, and we have to fight for our freedom.
6: Well, Liz Harrington, we've been telling our folks here. You know what? Uh, there's all this talk, and I believe there's a ten, twelve percent uh, factor in all the polling where uh, Trump supporters are are not fessing up to what they're going to do. But in terms of getting out and being visible, uh, the folks that are kind of like uh, behind the scenes, we've been telling our folks here in the Bay Area that you need to get involved in this camp, whatever campaign it is. You need to get out and get involved. Now, I want to go to uh, just kind of see if you, what your reaction to this next question is, because You know, when we have these, any campaign, but a presidential campaign, uh, you have different catalysts. There are different things that are happening that will get the press attention, and one of the catalysts is when we get into the debate season. Now, the next major catalyst coming up is, well, the first debate. Now, I'm still kind of like, I'm I'm just not convinced that something, they're not going to come up, they're going to come up with something on the Biden side uh how do you think he's really going to do this debate? Do you think he's going to get sick at the last moment? Of course, that would be that would just kill his campaign. What, <laughs> if, we, if we pull that curtain back a little bit, I mean, what, what, what is the talk between all y'all, the, the top advisors about getting ready for what you think you're going to see at this uh, first debate?
7: Uh, well, where are they going to hide the teleprompter, right? <laughs> That's right, right. The oh, yeah. Looking for. I think they're stuck. I don't think they really have a, a choice because if they pull out of a debate, um, I mean, it's going to be just so obvious, and it's so insulting to our intelligence. It's so insulting to the American people. You want to be the most powerful person on the planet, and you can't stand up there when really it's not even a fair fight. You're going to have clearly not a a, a fair and objective moderator in the news media who's on the Democrats' team already. So it's already two-on-one, but you don't have the respect for Americans. You, You don't have two hours. You've been there for Half a century. You can't debate. I just don't think they can get out of it. But I am, Uh, it will be interesting to see because I think this is going to go so badly for them. Not just because, I mean, we saw him at his town hall last night. The man cannot form coherent answers to any of these questions. He's rude to voters, he insults them. And he doesn't make much sense, but the, the media said that was a great night for <laughs> him last night. Americans think otherwise, right? So I'm not even talking about that. They'll say, Oh, we're lowering expectations too much. But no, the man's been in office 47 years. President Trump in 47 months. I mean, in, in 29 days two peace deals in the Middle East for the first time in three decades? And they've only had two peace deals in Israel's entire history, right? I mean... Mm. This man gets results, and he's so sharp, and he's going to take it to him, and it's going to be two on one, but it doesn't matter. President Trump's not afraid to go into hostile environments, to have biased press, and, and the rest of it. But I think it's going to go so poorly for the Biden team that then they'll find excuses they won't risk doing anymore. But I, I just don't see how they can get out of it, at least one. And the, the voters are not going to reward him if, if they pull something like that. We see through them, and that's what the Democrats never— they never bargained for americans are a heck of a lot smarter than they think we are
6: well they certainly have been outplayed at least to this date and uh, anyone look i got to give it to joe biden up to the last a year or so you know joe biden was a very very polished accomplished politician if he needed to do double speak if he needed to you know <laughs> Uh, make you feel like he answered the question when he didn't. I mean, I'll put him up there with the best of the best. Something has happened in the last year, and it's called nothing Nothing on Joe Biden except he's getting old and he doesn't have all of his faculties. And i got to tell you, what I'm going to be looking to is those that are preparing the president, uh, the more that he can be dealing with facts and challenging uh, Joe Biden before those cameras with facts and dates, uh, if I was in that training area, I would be having the president really ready to go with a lot of that because that's the exact thing that's going to tie Joe Biden up in a knot. And I hate to see it because it isn't fair. It's not going to be a fair debate. Uh, but i got to tell you, too much is at risk in the country, and I'm glad that it's not debate. It may not be fair but the one who has my worldview and values is the one that that that, that has the advantage. I uh, got about 30 seconds uh any last comments Liz Harrington and give us that website again to get involved.
7: Get out there it's trumpvictory.com. We're just so excited and what you mentioned it is so true. It's going to be a landslide, I really do believe. And it has to be because we know what they're planning. We know that they're going to try to rig it in their favor. That They're saying, don't concede at all costs. Hillary Clinton, the same people that never accepted 2016, they're already bracing themselves to not accept 2020. Well, we're going to prove them all wrong, be a part of history again, and more importantly, get that spirit of 1776 alive and well. We need to defend our freedoms. That's what's right. on the ballot this November.
6: All right. Liz Harrington, RNC National spokesperson, spokeswoman, thank you so much for being with us. Look forward to having you again. Thanks so much. God bless. Be right back.
8: Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to show your support for the sanctity of life and the protection of the pre-born, along with millions of concerned citizens. Mark your calendar for September 26th to witness a transformational pro-life event we're calling Sea life 2020. Join the movement to end abortion and love every heartbeat. Text HEARTBEAT to 72000 and join us for C-Life 2020. Text HEARTBEAT to 72000. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or
5: more of affordable term life insurance, even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit Term Provider. Termprovider.com. Termprovider.com.
2: Parents, are you happy with your children's at-home high school experience? Wondering if you're doing all you can to prepare them for the next step in their life? Check out Salem Career Hub online at SalemCareerHub.com. Whether it's college prep school, a four-year university, an MBA, or learning real world vocational skills needed to start a career, get connected with top ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like Full Stack Software Development. From the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your child's life through education. Our team of educational experts are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275. Or online at SalemCareerHub.com.
3: Hey, this is Bill Carl. We think of ministry as something that happens at the church. But what about ministry that happens in the marketplace? Tune in this Sunday morning at 8 for a brand new program called Ministry in the Marketplace with pastor, evangelist, author, and entrepreneur Dr. Richard Hamlet.
0: The gospel is not only for the Jews and the 12 tribes of Israel, but it is
5: for the Gentiles. And then it is for everyone. The gospel is for every people group, it's for every
3: ethnicity. Don't miss Ministry in the Marketplace. Sunday morning at 8 on Faith Talk and at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at
13: radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines.
6: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here reminding you that Jay Ciccolo is up next on our answer stations at the top of the hour. I'll be over on our fake talk stations for the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And I'm going to be talking about a very important subject. Is Netflix violating child pornography laws? We'll talk about this new movie, Cuties using an 11-year-old girl for some very adult themes. We'll have a chance to talk with Focus on the Families Zachary Mettler on this. And he has been talking to the Justice Department about uh, whether they're going to open up an investigation. That will be up next. And then it's an opportunity to visit with movie guides Dr. Ted Baer reminding you that Infidel uh, has opened up here at our theaters, and uh, I want to tell you that's the first major new movie on the big screen, and it is one worth not only uh, maybe possibly putting on your schedule this weekend, but we're going to have a full review of that movie uh, coming up in uh, just a few moments in the 5 o'clock hour. Now also want to remind you I want to talk about Bill Gates here in just a moment and give some of our conspiracy folks something to chew on as going into the weekend but hey want to remind you again if you are interested in our Sarasota Conservative Summit only 250 seats available 40 or 50 of those are reserved for the VIP folks and let me tell you I just want to remind you that we're not going to be adding any more seats. There won't be any more um, additions for you to take care of. Uh, I just want to tell you that you need to be going to our website, TheAnswerSarasota.com, and get your tickets. The VIP reception on October the 23rd there at the Hyatt Regency, 530 to 630. And the main event, 7 to 9.00. And uh, guess what? You're going to get a chance. Only 250 total people plus 50 people in the VIP. You want to get a chance to talk to Larry Elder? This is your chance. You want to get a chance to chat with Sebastian Gorka? Hey, good opportunity. Charlie Kirk, young rising star in talk radio. Well, he's going to be part of the Salem uh, media host team i'm going to be welcoming him as one of my uh, new colleagues phil grandy who uh, is going to be with us is uh, certainly going to be talking about the economy and special guest captain matt bruce who gives you uh, tomorrow's news tonight he'll be there in sarasota as well go and get yourself signed up right now that's at eight seven that is excuse me at um, the answer sarasota.com the answer com. so let me tell you about Bill Gates. Now, Bill Gates, you know, the Microsoft founder, he got a lot of money, he involved a lot of foundations. Very much has been all over the man made global warming issue, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Has he been controversial? Yeah. Well, wait till you see um, Fox News with Chris Wallace this weekend. They taped a segment And in that, you're going to see that Bill Gates tells Chris Wallace that President Trump's travel ban may have worsened the coronavirus pandemic. I'm not making this stuff up. I'm not making this stuff up. He believes that Trump's ban, which we believe protected us when he shut down China, He believes it probably accelerated the coronavirus, and you'll see that on this uh, edition of Fox News Sunday. And so on January 31st, he issued the travel ban, right, that being President Trump, and shut down America so that we wouldn't have infected people coming in. And so Bill Gates is making the allegation that the way President Trump executed that – that it seeded the disease here. He says the ban probably accelerated the disease. And you're going to hear Mike Wallace, who presses in on Bill Gates, say, you're saying that the travel bans made the situation worse, not better? Gates replies, March saw this incredible explosion, the West Coast coming from China and then the East Coast coming from out of Europe. And so even though we'd seen China and we'd seen Europe, that testing capacity and the clear message of how to behave wasn't there. He also says that the Food and Drug Administration has, quote, lost a lot of credibility, close quote, during the pandemic in an interview with Bloomberg. There's no question the United States missed the opportunity to get ahead of the novel coronavirus Gates wrote back in March 31st uh, in a publication called The Washington Post. So for those of you who have not trusted the motives of Bill and Mrs. Gates, when you get a chance to hear this for yourself and to drill down, I think you're going to be even more suspect of uh, Mr. Gates. And it sort of tells you all you have to do is to listen to the folks that are speaking out, folks that are on the national platform. Just listen, because they will really tell you which camp they're they're, they're uh, residing in, who they would support to be the next president of the United States. And there's a whole lot more to come. And by the way, the fake news is going to be operating in overdrive. I mean, to tell you what, there's going to be no buffers. Got less than 40 days of the election, and you're liable to hear anything and everything. Got three words of advice, or three, three different elements of advice. Fact check, fact check, and fact check. Not what the media tells you through your own research. I'm Bill Bunkley. Glad to have you aboard. Those of you on our answer stations this afternoon. I'll be over on Faith Talk AM 570 910. I invite you to come
7: take
9: a visit. Hi, Vicki. How's your knee doing? It feels better, doctor.
7: Those painkillers worked great. I was hoping to get some more. We're being very careful with prescription painkillers. Let's continue with therapy and off-the-shelf anti-inflammatories for now.
13: Prescription painkillers are America's newest epidemic, causing abuse and addiction for millions. The smaller the dose prescribed and taken, the better. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Visit orthoinfo.org slash prescription safety. Bible Line
1: with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the sun. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God have commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10, on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at Let's Talk Faith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Spark. online at Let's Talk Faith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
16: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Correspondent Mike Kempin reports the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs Research poll shows fewer Americans like the idea of mail-only elections.
0: The poll found a third of Democrats, but only 12% of Republicans favor mail-only elections. That's down from April, when 47% of Democrats and 29% of Republicans like the idea. And 72% of Democrats, but only one-fourth of Republicans, favor no-excuse absentee voting.
16: President Trump warns of problems in November. So
12: what's going to happen on November 3rd when somebody's leading and they said, well, we
1: haven't counted the ballots. We have millions of ballots to count it 's a disaster, everyone knows it
16: meanwhile, at today 's presidential news conference, Scott Atlas, an advisor to the coronavirus task Force, offered an upbeat appraisal of a vaccine as of the
3: end of the year, we will have uh, over hundred million doses manufactured. The people who are in the prioritized list of including high risk, including first responders, will have uh, the ability to take the vaccine no one 's being mandated to be vaccinated. At, at the latest in January.
16: A firefighter has died battling a wildfire in California that officials say was sparked by a device used to reveal a baby's gender. The U.S. Forest Service says the death happened Thursday in the San Bernardino National Forest as the crews battled the Eldorado fire. The California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, or CAL FIRE, said that wildfire was sparked by a smoke-generating pyrotechnic device used for a gender reveal party. The identity of the firefighters being withheld until family members are notified. The cause of death is under investigation. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 244 points. The Nasdaq dropped 117. This is SRN News.
1: Financial is a licensed lender. Not available in all states. Visit fifthseasonfinancial.com for details.
14: Are you or a loved one suffering financial hardship as a result of an advanced stage illness like cancer, Alzheimer's, or ALS? Are the financial side effects of your medical fight reducing your quality of life and causing stress and worry? Did you know that you could be eligible for a special loan to access funds locked up in your life insurance policy? Text the word LIFE to 411411 now. Fifth Season may be able to help you address your financial needs through our Funds for Living. Program. This simple-to-use program helps you access value that is locked up in your life insurance policy by lending you money against the face amount of your policy. This loan is not like other loans where you need to make monthly payments, and it only gets repaid out of the proceeds of the life insurance policy. Visit fifthseasonfinancialcom radio and get approved quickly. 5th Season Financial Cares, and we're there for you. For life, text LIFE to 411 Text LIFE to 411-411. One week from tomorrow, Focus on the Family
16: will present an online virtual event called Sea Life 2020. Designed to
17: uh, bring inspiring speakers and just a convictional message about the sanctity of human life into people's homes.
16: That's Paul Batura, Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. He adds that this special event will feature inspiring music plus
17: a stellar lineup of pro-life crusaders. Some of the speakers are going to be very well-known personalities. Candace Owens, Lila Rose, Abby Johnson, Alveda King. We're going to have NFL stars Benjamin Watson and Mike Singletary and then uh, an abortion survivor named Melissa Oden.
16: The Focus on the Family virtual event hopes to tap into the hearts of men and women by delivering inspiring messages about the sanctity of human life directly into people's homes. More information on Sea Life 2020 is available on the website, focusonthefamily.com. This is SRN News.
0: There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are Free Radio we are broadcasters visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more furnished by nab
2: and this station your business needs leads and sales there are potential customers online right now looking for what you do will they find you or your competitor you need salem surround the marketing team here at salem surround is ready to help your business now Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Faith Talk 570, WTBN,
1: online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
15: The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
5: Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart
0: for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN.
1: Our rights come from nature and God and not from government.
3: History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose
5: are the true in the living God.
0: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission, here's Bill Bunkley.
6: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. It is the third hour of uh, our Friday afternoon show. And what we do each week is uh, we have two standing regular segments if you happen to be listening for the first time. One is an extended conversation with our great friends at Focus on the Family always uh, concerning uh, one of the issues of the day, and we have a chance to uh, really uh, take our time and to, to fully vent uh, one of those issues. We'll be doing that again today. Then we'll go from, of uh, course, Focus is in Colorado Springs. Then we'll hop on over uh, the mountains there and get on out to L.A. and Hollywood, and uh, we'll have Dr. Bear with us. Uh, talking about uh, a couple of things that we need to be addressing with Movie Guide. All that is happening this afternoon. But first up, it is Focus on the Family, and I'm I want to remind you, like I do each and every week, you know, Focus is the premier um, opportunity for those of us that are followers of Christ that once we consult the Bible and once we consult what scripture has to say about a variety of issues, Focus on the Family is that next stop that comes after that experience to help, uh, well, amplify, explain, and you know they have all of those wonderful counseling materials, in fact, counselors that are available, but sometimes we forget that uh, although we can just plug in and and we can go there and just get all of these wonderful materials for free. Well, number one, they're not free. And there are people who are giving the Focus on the Family, uh, not because they may be using those services uh, high frequency, but they're doing it on behalf of others. And I want to mention that to you as well. Uh, when you go to FocusOnTheFamily.com, uh, you can see that there's a donate button there. I want to encourage you to donate to Focus on the Family. And uh, even if you're not at a point of need, uh, you know, our walk, our understanding of what Christ has called us to do is always to stand in a gap for others, always to assist others. You can do that by giving today a focus on the family. Well, there's been quite an uproar all around the country. Because Netflix, this isn't the first time that they've been in timeout for those of us that are Christian worldview folks or even some conservatives. And I mean timeout because of the content that they put uh, of availability on their platform. Today, we're going to talk once again about this absolutely clear piece of rubbish as far as I'm concerned. And it's about the movie that was uh, came to us from out of France. Call cuties, and today we have a chance to talk with uh, uh, Zachary Metler, uh, who is uh, with Focus on the Family, and uh, he is uh, very much in the center of uh, coordinating and working with all the communications with Focus on the Family, and uh, he has um, written a piece for the Daily Citizen entitled "Lawmakers Call for Investigation in the Netflix for Violating Child Pornography Laws with Cuties." Uh, Zachary Mettler, my honor to have you with us, uh, back with us today. Thanks for being here.
18: Yeah, thank you for having me on, Bill.
6: Well, I know that first it was the Senate, and a couple of days ago we had one of our local members of the House, uh, Ross Spano, uh, who is also uh, uh, urging the Attorney General to do an explanation. Let's go ahead, and in case someone's been busy for the last uh, week or two, when I mention cuties, they have no idea what I'm talking about. Tell us about this movie that's now playing on Netflix and, well, why you, Focus on the Family and myself, have just a little bit of a problem with it.
18: So Cuties is the this coming-of-age story that, you're right, came from France, and Netflix picked it up in uh, mid-August. Now, they um, initially released a trailer and some artwork that many people found very reprehensible, Um, because it showed 11-year-old girls um, with very little clothing on in highly sensual positions. And many people were were very angry with that artwork. And Netflix quickly apologized. Um, I actually reached out to them um, and spoke with one of their spokespeople. And they they told me, don't worry about it. When the film actually comes out, you'll see that the artwork was not representative of the film. Now, the film was released on September 9th. And for many people, myself included, the film is actually far worse than the artwork even showed. In one scene from the film, um, there's these four girls who are dancing and twerking on stage. Um, they, the, the camera film, uh, has a close-up shot of their butts and, and some other just very, very sexual stuff. And one of the actresses uh, is 11 years old and another one is 13 years old. And so many people are extremely angry that Netflix would pick up this film and this has led to hundreds of thousands of people um, tweeting out hashtag cancel Netflix.
6: Let me ask you a question because some of our audience may not be familiar with the word uh, twerking. Could you give us a little bit of an idea, not, G, I mean, not R-rated, but give us a little bit of an idea of what, of, of what you mean by that and what's commonly known. But culturally, with maybe an older audience, they may not be exactly tuned into that.
18: Yeah, basically it's a very um, sexual uh, dance move where you, you know, you thrust your hips um, back and forth. So, you know, to have young girls in this new movie doing this this, this move is, is uh, extremely outrageous.
6: Yeah, for our audience, if you remember back to the 50s and 60s and uh, when Elvis started uh, making his way on black and white television sets, uh, now you can imagine that and so we see a lot of that if you go to a national football game uh probably in any city uh now live uh, or, ba- or 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 uh, basketball well, you're going to see a lot of this but but there's a big difference uh, well number one uh it still can be offensive and it is not very complimentary I think to women and it kind of adds to them being object- objectified but what Zachary's talking about I mean this is a movie for young girls by young girls for young girls and when you really focus in on the fact that an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old are playing these roles there's uh there's a lot to talk about uh, here because first of all I think that Netflix uh should be at least there been investigation if they have violated any national or local uh, or state child pornography laws. And um, and I want to get back to to Zachary and discuss. uh, I know that's the subject of your article, uh, but do you think that Netflix is too big and then they're going to pull the fact that they're a First Amendment entertainment company? Uh, Where do you think all this may or may not lead? Yeah, well, I, I don't think the First Amendment um, protects child pornography.
18: So I actually did a deep dive into this and found a case from the Fifth Circuit where they created this DOS test is what it's called. And basically this test um, lays out six different factors that help um, determine whether something can be classified as child pornography. Um, a couple of them, I'll just list, list a couple here. One is whether or not the focal point or the, the visual depiction is on the child's genitalia. Um, another one is whether the child is depicted in an unnatural pose or inappropriate attire considering, considering the age of the child. Um, and so there's just six factors that the Fifth Circuit laid out. And from, my, from what I can, uh, you know, tell, it seems like cuties would have um, violated all six parts of these tests. So, you know, I've reached out to the Justice Department to see if they're going to, um, investigate Netflix for this, um, but it seems like they definitely have solid ground and, and, and solid basis to do so if they if they choose to.
6: Hmm. Now, I want to talk about another aspect. If you're just joining us, uh, this is our Friday uh, weekly segment with Focus on the Family, and Zachary Mettler is joining us this afternoon, and he has, in fact, uh, not only done a deep dive, but I want to refer you to uh, the publication of Focus on the Family called The Daily Citizen, and you'll really want to read his article about this because this is very serious stuff. But at the same time, it also shows us the real insensit- insensitivity. And there's a lot more going on with those that are in and around the entertainment business as it comes to, well, these underage uh, youngsters that get taken advantage of. And we haven't even gotten to, in a minute we will. The whole idea that this is like uh, things like this is like crack cocaine for a pedophile or someone that is really struggling with child pornography. So, but I want to get back to to th- this question with Zachary because um, it would seem to me that th- one of the questions would be: um, Could somebody? I wonder who. And, and Zach's not a lawyer, but I'm thinking out loud. But I wonder if some unsuspecting parent. Uh, ended up sitting down as we're all stuck at home and trying to find something to watch, and so they see these. They heard about this thing, cuties, and didn't take the steps to check it out. Um, I wonder if an individual person uh, could file suit against uh, Netflix, um, uh, even citing the same uh, court case that you did with those uh, eight points. Uh, I wonder if somebody could sue them themselves for. Um, what they did to expose their children to what some would say is child pornography? Yeah, I think
18: that's that's an open question. Um, but I, I really do think the best chance that we have here to get this film removed from Netflix is the Justice Department opening an investigation into Netflix. And I, I do think there's been an extraordinary amount of pressure on Netflix, thankfully, both from people who have been unsubscribing. I uh, didn't mention this earlier, but there's been an eight. Increase in the amount of people who have chosen to unsubscribe from Netflix, likely due to cuties, um, over the past couple of weeks than they had before they released the film. Um, so they're facing you know the financial pressure of this, but also And um, yesterday, 34 uh, Republican lawmakers in the House of Representatives. Um, sent a letter to the Justice Department asking them to open an investigation into, into, QT, into Netflix um, for violating child pornography laws with So I do think that we're going we're gonna to see more of this going forward, and I don't think the pressure is going to let up.
6: Now, we've got about a minute left before we have to take a break, and uh, Zachary will be back with us for the uh, second segment. But um, the other question here is the rating system. And uh, Netflix, certainly, if it's been some of the um, engaging uh, Christian issues of the day, sometimes uh, they put a a higher-than-necessary rating, and it seems like this one got a little lower-than-necessary rating. Uh, What are your thoughts on that?
18: Yeah, well, um, from what I can tell, they've actually rated this um, film with a TVMA rating, which is the, the highest rating. Um, that, that Netflix could, could give this film. And so that um, says that the film contains strong language or explicit or pornographic content um, or, or nudity. And so it's interesting, and, and I think it's an open question as to how this you know, film could be um, not acceptable for those younger than 17 to, to view, but they can have 11 or 13-year-old actresses um, creating the content for this film
6: and targeting it for that same audience as well as well as the next topic will be the pedophiles hey we got to take a break Uh, more of the bill bunkley show coming up in just a moment The focus on the family zachary metler don't go away this is a very important topic and it has a lot that it speaks to to the culture in america and where we don't want to go in the future i'm bill bunkley i'll be right back
15: the preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time
1: Fifth Season Financial is a licensed lender, not available in all states. Visit fifthseasonfinancial.com for
14: details. Are you or a loved one suffering financial hardship as a result of an advanced stage illness like cancer, Alzheimer's, or ALS? Are the financial side effects of your medical fight reducing your quality of life and causing stress and worry? Did you know that you could be eligible for a special loan to access funds locked up in your life insurance policy? Text the word LIVE to 411-411 now. Fifth Season may be able to help you address your financial needs through our Funds for Living program. This simple-to-use program helps you access value that is locked up in your life insurance policy by lending you money against the face amount of your policy. This loan is not like other loans where you need to make monthly payments, and it only gets repaid out of the proceeds of the life insurance policy. Visit fifthseasonfinancial.com radio and get approved quickly. Fifth Season Financial wants to help you live your best life. Text LIVE to 411411. Text the word LIVE to
0: 411411. Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump. It's a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and Eric Metaxas. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump. Watch now at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. faith talk 570 and 910 online at letstalkfaith.com
15: the following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time
6: hey welcome back on this friday afternoon of course for those of you who are part of our regular family of the bill bunkley show uh, also for faith talk am five seventy nine ten. you know this is our opportunity to do a deep dive on one of the important issues of the day Uh, with our foremost uh, authorities on so many issues, and that's our friends at Focus on the Family. Today, Zachary Mettler is with us with Focus. Uh, He is involved with strategic communications for Focus on the Family, and also this particular deep dive he's done on this not only this topic with cuties, uh, but also searching for other court cases with all of the requests now that are stacking up to call for the justice department to do an official investigation to determine if netflix is violating child pornography laws so i want to bring zachary back in here let's talk about uh i know gabby uh well, one of the members of congress four members of congress were talking about the fact that this is now on this wide um platform called netflix and uh talked about the fact that for someone who is struggling. Uh, with pornography, child pornography, and those that are actual uh, acting out pedophiles, um, this is really a horrible, but to them a very enticing um, movie because of the small or the younger children involved. Yeah,
18: you you referenced um, Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. Yes, um, who is a, who's a, a Democrat, actually. So th- the outrage against Netflix over this film has, has been bipartisan now. And she put out a great tweet um, where she, she basically just you know um, eviscerated Netflix for this movie. She, she said, um, and I'll quote, Child porn cuties will certainly whet the appetite of pedophiles and help fuel the child sex trafficking trade. One in four victims of trafficking are children. It happened to my friend's 13-year-old daughter. Netflix, you are now complicit. hashtag cancel Netflix and so right. I thought that was just a very solid, very good piece from um, congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard um, and it goes into a, a, a larger trend that we're seeing in our culture. Um, California recently passed a, a new bill that would um, basically uh, exempt some people who um, who you know, commit some certain sexual offenses with minors from having to register as sex offenders. So it's just very um, interesting and concerning that we're seeing this Netflix film and these these bills from California all kind of happening around the same time.
6: Hmm. How important is this for us to be aware of in terms of the of the of the cultural creep? and I'm not talking about someone being a creep, though they are if they're a pedophile, but I'm talking about the creep in the culture. Because if we were to go back 20, 30 years, and we look at things that as far as who we were as much more of a moral nation um, were things that would never have been allowed, quote, in the decency sort of uh, uh, regulations of broadcast, uh, today it seems like organizations not like Netflix has no problem, have no problem to try and get past what has been the edge or the outer limit, and uh, because in doing that, then they continue to expand, and you take an organization like Netflix, they're basically only worried in the revenue, they're basically worried about subscribers, they're not really worried about the impact they're having on the culture because this is not an isolated incident, is it?
18: No, no, it's not. And you know, one of the most concerning things that I've seen has, has been the um, number of publications and movie critics that have rushed to the defense of, criti- uh, of cuties and have blamed conservatives and, and Christians for the outrage. Um, the Telegraph UK um, wrote a review of, of Netflix and it, and it said that Cuties um, was a provocative powder keg for an age terrified of child sexuality. And The New Yorker Mm, wrote a review of mm. the film saying that that Cuties is an extraordinary Netflix debut that became the target of a right-wing campaign. So The New Yorker blames right-wingers and conservatives for this film, Cuties, when the blame is completely in in Netflix's court.
6: You know, it's amazing that if we're talking about First Amendment for um, massage parlors or for... Uh, male strip clubs, et cetera, et cetera, and films like this. Uh, you have the entire secular pagan culture uh, and their uh, leading uh, communicators and advocates. I mean, it is just such a wide super highway of acceptance. And then in the last few months, we have seen how narrow uh, those roads uh, become when it comes to religious liberty or religious freedom. Um, and a lot of what we've been seeing in terms of the organized effort to curtail uh, church gathering and worship here in this country. And it seems to me, Zachary, that um, this is a trend that's been going on for a long time, and uh, it really disturbs me that uh, a lot of people in in our culture at large may pay a lot of lip service to the scourge of human trafficking, but it is it is reactions like this, that really calls me to question, you know, um, you know, how concerned are they and, you know, what's really going on behind the scenes uh, w- with many people who are uh, giving this type of activity cover. Yeah, I, th- I think that's exactly right. And, and for many
18: people, um, I, I mentioned the, the eightfold increase in Netflix um, cancellation that, that Netflix has seen. And I think that's because so many people are no longer willing to say, or, or to fund these these films that, that Netflix is willing to, to promote and, and um, pr- produce and direct. And people aren't willing to give their money to organizations that are completely contrary to their values, and Netflix has shown this over and over and over again, and Cuties is the latest, latest example. Mm.
6: And so uh, you might want to consider whether you want to cancel your Netflix subscription. Uh, I know one thing, I think I maybe it was just at home last night, that uh, – We have some family members that are in visiting that uh, you you can even sign up for cable or Netflix, and you have all these choices. And for those of us from a Christian worldview or an Orthodox Christian worldview, there isn't really much to find and you just surf, 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 surf. But uh, got about a minute left, and so, Zachary, some final thoughts about where we might go from here, uh, one of which is uh, any idea of when you might have more definitive answer from the Justice Department on what they will or will not do?
18: Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, I'm, I'm definitely monitoring the situation. I'm going to reach out again to the Justice Department to, just to see if there's an update in that. But I, I'd encourage your audience to visit the dailycitizen.org um, if, if there is a development, I'll, I'll be writing about it, and so your, your audience will be able to see that there. Um, but I also want to point people to PluggedIn.com, which is a resource that is free that Focus on the Family provides um, for parents to uh, just get a free review of movies, of television shows, of mu- different music and, and songs and games um, that we will you know review for you. We'll, we'll watch so you don't have to do it. And just so that parents are able to know what their, their children are watching, and, um, and it's, a, it's a very helpful resource that I'd encourage your, your audience to check out.
6: Mm. I want to remind you that both of those, whether it's Plugged In or Daily Citizen, uh, they are just uh, two of the many, many, many different, important, and uh, well done, I might say, offshoots of ministry for the core umbrella of Focus on the Family. Of course, that website is focusonthefamily.com. And anything you hear that's affiliated with Focus, you can also go to that website and get back to the Daily Citizen, get it back to Plugged In. Well, with that, we're all out of time. Zachary Mettler, thank you so much for being with us today. And we're going to get back with you when you got your next update on this story. Great. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. More of the Bill Monkley Show. Don't go away.
15: I'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. With SRN
16: News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The federal government says it will give farmers an additional $14 billion to compensate them for the difficulties they've experienced selling their crops, milk, and meat because of the coronavirus pandemic. The U.S. Department of Agriculture released details of its plan on Friday saying it will provide financial assistance that gives producers the ability to absorb increased marketing costs associated with the COVID-19 pandemic. President Trump first mentioned the aid in a speech last night in Wisconsin, a state that's considered vital for his chances to win a second term. Stocks closed lower on Wall Street Friday as another zigzag week for markets ends with a third straight weekly loss for the S&P 500. Apple, Amazon, and Alphabet weighed particularly heavy on the market decline. The Dow down by 244 points. This is SRN News.
14: Now there's a natural way to take charge of your blood pressure. Introducing New Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula from the makers of the nation's best-selling garlic supplement. New Garlic helps maintain healthy blood pressure levels with clinically supported levels of garlic, plus a custom blend of vitamins and minerals. And it's odor-free. Take charge of your blood pressure with New Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed.
9: I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. And when we can't stay six feet from mothers, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov.
18: Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services
0: at taxpayer expense.
9: Chloe, put your helmet on.
3: Okay, Dad.
0: You work hard to protect your family, but some risks are easy to miss. Mosquito bites can spread germs that cause West Nile virus or Zika virus. Cockroaches leave behind bacteria as well as allergens that can trigger asthma attacks. Stinging insects send more than half a million people to the emergency room every year. Common pests can threaten our health. Learn how to protect your family at pestworld.org public service message from the National Pest Management Association
1: and the CDC.
3: Sunday mornings at 730, don't miss the Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life, he gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 730, on Faith Talk AM five seventy and online at Let's Talk
0: Faith Talk 570 and 910 online at Let's Talk
15: The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
1: You're my courage
6: when I worry in the of night. Hey, welcome back, favorite. Bill Monkey here. It is a Friday afternoon. This is our regular opportunity to pull over and park with our friends at Movie Guide. And once again, I want to tell you. Because in a moment, we're going to be um, talking about a movie that's coming to, yes, the big screen, Jim Cavizo. Don't want to miss it. But nonetheless, we're getting a little closer, a little closer. And that means the importance of Movie Guide uh, to be able to go and to make sure that you're making a right decision about your movies. That website is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. And I want to remind you that uh, Dr. Barrett, who who will join me in just a moment, uh, he is actively in ministry. Uh, to all of the folks that are involved with making movies there in L.A. and in Hollywood. And, you know, for us to continue to fight the battle, for him to fight the battle along with Evie and his staff, they need financial support as well. They're a 501c3 ministry. So if you could uh, go there and get the guidance that you need because you always have to go because to drill down on anything that Dr. Bear and I talked about, we only hit the highlights. you got to drill down at movieguide.org. Please, please drop off a donation and please support their work because we know uh, the negative impact that entertainment and, and those type of things are having on uh us trying to raise our children in wisdom and admonition of the lord and we need this ministry desperately well as i said we have the founder and publisher of movie guide with us this afternoon dr ted bear and uh, dr bear it's good to have you with us this afternoon again
12: it's always a joy to be with you and uh I'm glad I wasn't chasing your dog all across the, the Tampa, because I've yeah. done that with my dogs. and you know, I've gotten calls because I had a, you know, a great Pyrenees, and they they run far. So, you know, yeah. that they run, somehow... Run far, run another fast. Yep.
6: <laughs> well, it, was, it, it turned out good. But one thing we didn't do last week that we really wanted to do, and I'm going to start off with that today with Dr. Bear, is because today... Uh, Jim Cavizzo who we love, and there's other news uh, about a potential sequel to *The Passion of the Christ*. But *Infidel* opens today, and we can get out with the proper social distancing and and your convictions to a to a movie theater. It's in the big screen. So tell us about this, Dr. Bear.
12: Well, *Infidel* is a great movie, and it's about a Christian blogger theologian. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's adopted from several different stories that you know from people who were captured overseas, uh, reporters yes. and others. And uh, he goes to Cairo, and they start talking, well, you're a Christian – you know, I've debated Muslims in all over the Ukraine and everywhere else, so – you know, I'm and the director writer is one of my best friends in Hollywood. Came to Christ from being Iranian in our uh, gala and through our knowledge of him and through our love of him. But this is definitely uh, a great film. Caviezel plays Doug. He goes to Cairo. He gets on TV. They say, well, you know, Muslims love Jesus, and uh, you know the guy goes on and on and on. And Jim says, well, Jesus is God. He created you. <laughs> And the whole place goes wild. And they kidnap him and take him to Iran and uh, torture him, uh, thinking that he's an American spy. Uh, now, this is a mature audience movie. Uh, the villain is absolutely great. He comes. He's a, a Iranian from East uh, London. Uh, Caviezel does a great job. It's a very powerful movie, but it's like Mr. Jones or Passion of Christ, I guess, is 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 a good example. It's a it's a tough movie, tough here because not violence, but just uh, uh, the villain decided to use the F word a couple of times, so we have to be. And it's about a very serious topic uh, about uh, you know Muslims and uh, the problem with uh, jihad and the problem with you know fundamentalist uh, Islam. Which is not like Christian fundamentalism, which loves Jesus. And if you love Jesus, you believe in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, and self control. Uh, this is the opposite. So um, it's very true to life, very powerful, and one of the most uh, uh, Jeopardy filled movies I've seen in a long time. And Jim and, and Cyrus came over to my office. And we've got an interview with them on movieguide.org. So watch the interview, go to the movie. But don't take your kids. This is not a kid's movie. It may not even be a movie, except the wife is the hero. She goes to Iran to rescue him. Um, but many people may not be able to watch that intensity uh, like Taken, like other movies that have great moral points to them, uh, but they're a little tough.
6: Mm. Now, remember, you cannot tell an accurate story about what's happening with uh, of uh, the storylines that uh that the infidel covers so look you got heavy heavy language you got heavy uh, violence and you got uh a light in the sex area and the nudity but i want to tell you that uh, jim cavizo is uh, been so gifted by the lord for his craft and uh this is what's happening around us so keep in mind well made movie four out of four stars uh as uh, movie guide has credited but again minus two for discretion for adults and and i hesitate to do this but very quickly dr bear i i got uh saw one of the tweets or something that jim cavizo told uh, breitbart or somebody that he's read now a third version of a script for the sequel to the passion (laughs) of the christ do you think that's going to happen
12: You know anything in Hollywood is positive and uh, possible. It's uh, the average movie takes 13 years, Uh, so count the years after the Passion, and when you get to 13, then you can expect it. Um, Jim came and talked about it. We didn't use it in the clip we used online. Uh, People wrestle with scripts for a long time. It's you know when you're spending uh, the average Hollywood movie costs 104 million dollars. When you're spending that type of money. Which is more expensive than building a shopping center that your dog ran across. Um, (laughs) you got to take – it takes time to get that money together. And part of this, you know, when you hear that Cameron is doing a a sequel to Avatar, part of it is they're just raising a flag, hoping that the studios will bite, hoping that people will give Mm. money. Uh, so this is sort of a fundraising technique. Now, I don't want to say that too loud, so everybody keep it confidential, but this has gone on for a couple of years, and I don't expect it to happen immediately, but uh, I hope so. I hope it happens
8: eventually.
6: Well, that's why I have you on, because I took the bait and so uh, maybe I'll just spit the bait back out for a little while. But nonetheless, that's uh, <laughs> that's reported that uh, Mel Gibson sent uh, Jim Cavizo a third rewrite. So we'll see how it all unfolds. But that's why we have Doctor Bear because we get the real truth. By the way, by the way, that website is movieguide.org. Movieguide.org. Uh, if you want to drill down more on the infidel, uh, do that. But again. Hey, consider that donation while you're there. Well, we got another one from Disney Plus. This one is Magic Camp: Learning Positive Lessons While Studying Stage Magic. Your thoughts about this one?
12: Well, Magic Camp is a fun movie, and it is a movie about a failed magician who um, actually is just driving a cab and uh, a little boy who. Um, Uh, feels out of it. He just lost his father, and the magician is asked to go to uh, magic camp because he learned his craft there, Uh, and he's there with his nemesis who... uh who succeeded, whereas he didn't succeed. That's why he's driving a cab. (laughs) And the little boy, having just lost his father, has to find a father. But it's good. You know, I have some of my favorite people. I grew up in the entertainment industry. I love the magic castle here. I know Christians get worried. This is not supernatural, wicked, uh, witchcraft-type magic. This is sleight of hand, and uh, it builds a lot of character. And they both learn that they... Need each other, so there's a lot of positive content in it. It does have some potty humor uh, because it's a Disney children's movie, and some stage magic, which of course is my father used to do. Used to, uh, uh, you know, you're tricking the audience. That's what magic is. You look in one direction, and you see the candidates for election, right. and behind the scenes, what you see is the real story of what's going uh-huh. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got to look around the corner. Don't get distracted by the hand that keeps pointing at you. Mm.
6: Now, Ron on this one, this is Magic Camp. It comes in with a little bit of language, a little bit of violence, but uh, no sex or nudity. Very well done. It's a four-star. However, uh, it is a plus one, which means you got to have a little discernment for your young children. That's why you need to go to movieguide.org, read the entire review Pray over that, and that will give you the guidance that you need. I um, want to talk about uh, one of the articles uh, that I know that Dr. Bear would like to uh, talk about. Cooper Dodd uh, was talking about uh, the Oscar-winning songwriter of The Morning After, Al Kasha. He has uh, passed on at the age of 83.
12: Well, uh, 83. And Dow was one of my best, best friends in the industry for a long time. He would teach at our How to Succeed in Hollywood class. He came to the Movie God Awards. We gave him a Lifetime Achievement Award. And I was shocked when Variety did his obit, uh, because at the bottom of our obit, obituary, and at the bottom of the Variety one, they use – a four-minute scene from Movie Guide. And Movie Guide mm. looks better than the Academy Awards. And uh, Pat mm. Boone introduces Al. Al is just one of the greatest men with great stories. He grew up in Brooklyn. He was a son of a barber. He had a great imagination. He had a brother who went on Broadway when Al won the Academy Award. Uh, He said his mother was the East Coast manager of Gilt. Al was a strong Christian, led Bob Dylan to Christ, a lot of people to Christ. But he said when he won the Academy Award, he called his mom and said, Mom, I won an Academy Award. She said, your brother just won a Tony. Couldn't you win a Tony? What's wrong with you? Why didn't you win a Tony? (laughs) Because they lived in Brooklyn, so they thought a Tony was more powerful than an Academy. But Al had a great sense of humor. And was a great blessing, and would go around with a, a very strong division of campus crusade and lead people to Christ. He was always available to help people. When he uh, he helped write Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, my son starred in a local production of it, actually a a, a major production of it, and Al came out to talk to the to the cast. So uh, he was wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And a Seal, his wife should be commended because. Uh, you know, often we forget the other person who's helping mm. us through these things, yes. and she helped uh, Al all the time. She was his agent, promoter, and everything else. Mm. Well, uh,
6: he'll be missed, and also we, uh, we, we mourn with you um, because of that special relationship, and when you lose those, uh, it, it certainly is life-altering. Well, we got about a minute and a half left. Uh, the last, well, we want to talk about this disgusting movie called Cuties. Uh, Allison Venata, who's a senior writer there at Movie Guide, has written a piece, Netflix experiences high rate of cancellations after releasing Cuties. Got about a minute left. Is this the height of irresponsibility? And uh, I think there's going to be possibly an investigation by the Justice Department. Your thoughts?
12: Well, there are lots of people who are calling for investigation. And we, of course, brought Cuties to everybody. Now, Netflix is doing some Family, the trouble with Netflix uh, is that they do everything. Uh, they're just open source. Um, and they don't, you know, a friend of mine, I've been in the industry for 74 years. My father started in the industry in 1926. So we've, the family's been in the industry for a long time. And during the golden age of Hollywood, the person who ran the studio, whether it was. Uh, Louis B. Mayer, or whether it was my friend at Warner Brothers, uh, uh, Barry Reardon, or with my friend at Disney, they made sure that the movies were good. My friend uh, at uh, Warner Brothers, when uh, when uh, your friend Mel Gibson uh, brought in Lethal Weapon 2, he told him it's no good, you take it back, and Mel said, you just spent $50 million promoting it. He said, I don't care, it's not good enough. You've well, got about 15 do seconds,
6: that. Dr. Bear, about 15 seconds. Okay,
12: we've got a yeah, cancel your Netflix, go to movieguide.org, find out more about the problem, and know that they're just open source. And know that we
6: could talk forever with Dr. Bear. and again, movieguide.org, movieguide.org. Make sure you check out this article, and yes, consider canceling your Netflix subscription. I'm Bill Bunkley. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. A final segment, final wrap coming up next. Don't go away.
2: I'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre recorded for broadcast at this time. Hey, here's a common question What are you going to do with your life? What's next? For high school students, graduates, and working adults ready to learn new skills to start a new career or enhance their career, there's Salem Career Hub. Online at salemcareerhub.com. Prepare for the next step in your education. Get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your life through education. Our team of education professionals are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275. Or visit 24-7 SalemCareerHub.com.
6: With America opening up, maybe you're back to the daily commuter, hitting the road for vacation. Take a minute, look for cracks or chips in your windshield and call Auto Glass America. They replaced my windshield twice now. Once in my office, once in my home. I trust these guys. If you drive a luxury import, forget about the expensive dealer. With comprehensive insurance, Auto Glass America will install a free windshield and give $100 in cash guaranteed when you mention my name, Mike Gallagher. Call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you.
0: Go to salemnow.com to watch Trump 2024.
15: Where are we headed? Globalism? A new world order? A singular government power? If we yield over
0: and decide that America is not unique, it's not special, it's not extraordinary, we no longer are the United States of America. We're just a piece of
5: a bigger government.
15: And what about prophecy? Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, The World After Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024, with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and yours truly, Eric Metaxas. The Messiah will not arrive on Air Force One. Watch Trump 2024, The World After Trump on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Trump 2024.
0: Go to SalemNow.com. To watch Trump 2024.
18: Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower,
15: we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest, we try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teachings and what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look.
1: Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570,
3: 910, and FM 102.1. Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at
13: Radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines.
0: Faith Talk 570 and 910. Online at letstalkfaith.com.
15: The following segment was pre recorded for broadcast at this time. What
6: Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here, and uh, this is our final segment of the day, as well as the final segment of the week, and uh, just some thoughts as uh, we move forward. You know, it's it's, it's a lot of fun to see what's happening right now in our area, because all of us have been hunkered down, all of us have been having to stay at home, and in the meantime, uh, some of our sports, which I can tell you that I'm not exactly excited at all about, uh, you know, all of what's going on around some of the professional sports. But nonetheless, hey, we've got some things to to just uh, kind of smile about right here in our area. Last night, the Tampa Bay Lightning, as I spoke of earlier, well, they wrapped up their berth in the Stanley Cup uh, and uh, finals. And uh, last year, because uh, the Lightning sort of exited a little bit early in the playoffs, very unexpected, well, uh, I tell you what, they're out to make a point to the hockey world, and so, well, our Lightning have a chance to bring home the cup to bring it back to Tampa again, and I'd say this year for sure where it belongs. And then how about the Tampa Bay Rays? Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, and uh, we've got a we've got a manager that's right here, a graduate of Gaither High School, Kevin Cash. And uh, once again, sort of the legacy that Joe Madden sort of brought to that clubhouse years ago—the ability to uh, bring young players along, bring them along quickly, get them up to major league status—and uh, now, last night, the um, the Rays have now at least qualified for a playoff berth by uh, taking a two a doubleheader sweep over the over Baltimore. And uh, they have a three-and-a-half-game lead uh, over the Yankees. And, by the way, they've uh, they've whooped up pretty good on the Yankees this year, as well as uh, the Boston Red Sox. And so, um, you know, in a few days, I hope that uh, we'll be talking about the fact that they have clinched uh, the Eastern Division of uh, – Uh, of the major league baseball and that uh, not only are they heading they're heading into the to the to the playoffs as we know as of last night congratulations to them as well but that uh, in a few days they may be going into that as the uh, divisional winner and so imagine at least on the first two levels that uh, boy if we were able to uh, tampa bay to be the stanley cup champions and Tampa Bay to be the World Series champs. And oh by the way, the other major, well we got two other major sports uh, focuses in the area. One we don't really play in at all much other than we um plug in with the magic uh, down the uh, down the asphalt highway there on I4 to Orlando. But uh you know, we got all of the football world, the, the professional football world, man they're focused on Tom Brady, they're focused on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, certainly had a pretty substantial stumble coming out of the gate uh, last week, uh, but uh, who knows? With all the teams not having their normal uh, summer preparation and the preseason games, actually the first two or three games I think for everyone's going to be like a preseason game. But uh, who knows? Maybe the uh, the Buccaneers will be able to. Um, uh, Compose themselves under Mr. Brady, and don't forget. Uh, guess what's happening uh, first of the year? Yes, the Super Bowl is coming right here to Tampa. So all of this has to do with abbreviated seasons. But you know, when it comes to the sports world, uh, there's a lot of a lot of attention coming right here on the Tampa Bay area, and I think that that will eventually lead to more people. Look, they are fleeing New York, they're fleeing Jersey, they're fleeing Chicago. Anybody who's in a high-concentrated uh, living uh, arrangement, man, they're wanting to get out to the suburbs. We've got a lot of baby boomers who are retiring. They want to get on down here to Florida, and so for better or worse, uh, I think that uh, uh, it's going to uh, pump up the popularity of our area. And for those of us uh, who are followers of Christ, you know what that means? That just gives us more opportunities uh, for the folks that may come and join us. I think this is one of the best places of the world to live. And um, I'd like to look at this as uh, not only right now we have uh, more than enough opportunities to keep us busy uh, to uh, walk out our faith in public and to share our relationship with Christ, but with all this other excitement and activity, well, for those of us that can gear this thing up to, to follow the Lord and his great commandment and his uh, commission to go forth to all the world, well, we've got all the world coming to us right here and opportunities for us to share the saving grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So it's a very, very unique time. And uh, from someone who's uh, been here, I was born and raised here in the mid-50s. And uh, I remember, I remember this was just a small, small, small port city as far as Tampa is concerned. Same thing with uh, St. Pete. St. Pete, a little more of the retirement destination, even back then. And uh, the wonderful assets we have: Sarasota, Bradenton, uh, the rural communities of Plant City and Lakeland, and then we get into Clearwater and all of that Suncoast boy, we are very fortunate to have an opportunity to live where we live. So let's let's give uh, the Lord uh, all the glory and, uh, and the honor for things that he provides for us. Well, we're going to wrap things up, and um, we're going to be taking a little bit of time off this weekend to uh, be with our families. hope that uh, you will do that as well. It's a good time to remind you that uh, the next morning we always post our podcasts, of uh, The Bill Bunkley Show. Now, they're found under the archives tag at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com under the archives tag, and you can just click on the Bill Bunkley Show, whatever date. You can either listen online or you can record it and take it with you uh, when you're on the go. Well, that'll wrap things up for this week. I'm Bill Bunkley. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you Monday at 3 o'clock.
15: The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.